Let's get started. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Do not attempt to adjust your down. Transmit live. Yo, let's get down to business. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Right. the underground world, every street and world. You may learn something. You are now listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience with Chico, Simon, Kamar, and your host, Matt Floyd. Oh my, welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. My name is Matt Floyd, Joe is always by Kamar. Welcome to the party. And the Urban Cowboy. Howdy, partners. Uh, what we do here is very simple. The three of us have listened to every episode of the Joe Rogan Experience this week. We are going to rate each episode as well as the week on a scale of one to five Jamie Vernons. We're then going to talk about each guest, the talking points, give our opinions, this, that, and the next. But first, I believe we had some new patrons this week. Am I mistaken? Or uh, Oh, thanks, I know we had. Caitlin was thanks, one. Thanks for asking there, uh, Brother Matt. Uh, yeah, we do have some patrons. This is a highlight of the show for me to meet all these friends and the support. Uh, this week's no different. Please give a big uh, hello. Thank you for showing up to Caitlin. And That's we- Caitlin Grinnell. I didn't know if we were saying last names, but uh, oh, thank sorry, you, Caitlin, whatever. for listening. Glad Caitlin, you're supporting hey. out there. You know Caitlin. It's Keith Sachs. I know, but oh, hey, Caitlin. I remember she told to me once she listened, I was like, yeah, you're joking. Like, I, Dude, thought, I thought she was totally being you're so f- like nice, uh, beautiful woman nice. You know what I mean? Like, just, oh, yeah, it's great. It's like, yeah, yeah, I'm sure you don't. Come on, I sent but her. I'll, I'll take the compliment just anyways. hot she, girls placating you. She sent me a message being like, hey, I listened to your podcast. I love it. I did the same thing, Kamar. I was like, she's listened to one episode. She's being nice. But but I also was like, no one's nice anymore. Like, why would she just do that? But she really does. She was like, I even hit her this week and was like, hey, you don't have to... You don't have to donate. She put her money where her yeah. mouth is. Shout outs, Caitlin. Big ups. Thank big you, ups. And then, uh, yeah, another big shout out to Michael Collins. Shout out, Mike. We don't know you, but we love you. Well, unless he's related to Phil. And then, then cool. wow. Su- Su- studio. Oh, no, that's not uh, Phil Collins. Oh, what were you going to say, that's please? Lionel Richie. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Lionel Richie. Oh, but thank, yeah, but thanks, Are you going to say, is it thanks, you were Phil looking Collins. for? Thank Mike Collins, thanks Caitlin, and thank you all the Patreons. Hello, I hope you guys are loving the um, post, Joe, because we love doing it. I can see it in your eyes. Other side. Why? Because one of them's left and one of them's right. And in case you listen, no, we do do football picks every post, Joe. Now it has to come across your body. Listen, if you want to put it the other way, that's fine. Sometimes you do this before the show starts, but whatever. You'd think Simon just saunters in like a diva. Is this thing ready? Where's my cowboy hat holder? <laughs> Walk with a fucking cowboy hat. That's the devious shit ever. Yeah. Um. Anyway, thank you to the new patrons. If you're an old patron, we still fucking love you just as much, if not more. Uh, Kamar, how was your week? Thanks for asking about Um, I uh, did a show on uh, Wednesday. I just want to thank everyone for coming out. Nobody. Uh, well, there was people there. It was actually, it's that situation I've talked about before. It was a large group from one Oh, that's always Place. never fun. Actually, now that I know that Caitlin listens, she might come to your shows if you say. She, you know, may, she might come so. to my shows. But I uh, doubt well, it. you know what I realize also is I book uh, after this. So I'm always finding out that I get the spot tonight. So I. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> well, no, I'm just saying I can't. <laughs> if I knew I had a spot um, yesterday, I would say today, hey, next Wednesday, I'll be I always tell you guys I don't have any spots, but then, you know, I don't book until Sunday night. So. That's what they do it. Anyways. Kamara, I want to do another amateur night. I want to do a bunch, but 
I'm going to yeah. have to get myself in. I'm not asking you. I'll we do can, it. We can drive down to Kingston anytime. Um, I don't want to go to Kingston. Uh, nor do I, but that's just... that's. Oh, that's the easier spot to get. That's, okay, fine. You just do that any time. Like, Fair enough. Yeah, she had a... I just want to do it like tomorrow. Can we do it tomorrow? That would be possible. They don't okay. have an open mic every week at uh, Absolute. Yeah, but you got to sign up at the beginning Dude, of the month. There's, there's, there's a lot of people. There's a lot of people, man. I think uh, the Yuck Yucks was saying they get like 240 people asking. Like I have to be for funnier. every th- open mic? Well, I think there's two a week for it or something, but there's only like whatever, 80 spots. I mean, they do a lot more, but anyways. I have to be funnier than 100 of those people, right? Out of 240? Oh, wow. Crickets. Okay. So probably <laughs> yeah, not yeah. then. Yeah. Okay. No, no, well, maybe I shouldn't what go. I was thinking though is like, what I think is we we should take a step back. I've told you but there's are many other open mics. Yeah. Not the... There's many other the Cadillac occupations you can pursue. Yeah, it. Desire. Yeah. There's empty, dingy rooms. Yeah. And I think you might want to dip your toe in there. Yeah. And then you feel this confidence of like you with just a bunch of jabronis. You know what I mean? Versus at the club, in the green room. No, first you climb Everest. That's you how you learn. You might want to try like waiting tables first. And then <laughs> the see if you can yeah. like get See around. if that's something you enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. Being around people, talking, you know, I'm sure communicating. We'll, I'm sure we'll be get, get you in the... The this big, big time in me over here. But, big time um, in me, big time. Oh, uh, absolute. I don't know if you're ready for that, kid. I didn't mean it that way. I'm just saying. <laughs> this is like the Del Boca Vista. He's like, yeah, there's no openings at absolute right now. What, none? No, no, no. Don't even look for a condo in uh, <laughs> Del Tuscany. Boca Vista. <laughs> it's, there's none it's, available. It's, it's, it's Tuscany. Tuscany yeah. No, no, but it's also Del Boca Vista so with what, the parents. They, they play the same uh, joke twice? Yeah, That's they do, weird, actually. Because eh? remember, there's the so the maestro in Tuscany... And then there's the parents moving to Florida to live at Del Boca Vista. Remember, his, his parents are like, don't even look. There's yeah. no, yeah, same thing. Weird. And then with um, the maestro. That's what I said, in yeah, Tuscany, in yeah, Tuscany. when him and Elaine go. Yeah, that's right. Sorry, Kamar, how was your week? Keep going. You, you performed. That's lovely. How did it go? It was, it was good. It was good. Uh, my buddy there uh, had a good joke. He was like... Um, my dad used to beat me, and I was like, well, like, well, he's not as bad as sounds. He was a professional wrestler. <laughs> the tables were always cut. So, yeah, yeah. Wind, wind's on the elbow. He does it very animated, though. It was funny. Um, no, it was, it, was, it was a great show. Like I said, it was a, it was a big group, but there's so many uh, beautiful women out there. A lot of girls go to comedy shows. Yeah. So I noticed. I mean, nice. a lot of girls do a lot of stuff. Yeah, I mean, I don't go to clubs. I'm sure if I went to dance clubs, I'd be like, oh, there's girls everywhere, but I don't go there. So the only place I see women is at the comedy club, so it just feels like they're all there. Did you ever, though, like, I'm thinking back, and I worked at clubs. I spent my 20s in clubs. I don't think I ever. <coughs> Go on. Yeah, I don't think I ever picked up a girl at a club. I mean, that I didn't already know or have some in with. Like, I don't think I ever in Barry my. Morse. No, I never. Like, that's what I'm telling you. I, was just... I never just met a random girl that night <laughs> and then took her home. I don't think that ever happened. That's to only me. happened to me once in my whole life, let alone at clubs or. You, you but know this is what I'm I mean? saying. Like, I, I, but I spent my entire 20s in clubs and that was like most of my experience. I mean, again, I'm not. Yeah, like, well, it's the opposite. I have to get to know the person, and you definitely. I want mean, them obviously, to you it. figure that after that, you wish you had gotten to know the person. But like, again, uh, Barrymore's was crazy. Like. There's crazier clubs in the world, but when it was running on all full cylinders, it was a cool place on the planet to be. Do you know? Oh what yeah, I mean? dude. Like it was, it was the 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 building would uh, 
Rob. Yeah. And the way that you've been there before, obviously, you know the mirrors. Yeah. It looks huge. I mean, it is big. It, it already is big, but it looks like massive. It's not that big, though. You're right. It has this like air of grandeur. And it just feels like you're in this crazy club and 80s music is playing. Fun story. It only has, I think, a, th- a 30 person more cap than Babylon. Wow. It's a surface area. Well, no, it's bathrooms and exits. That's how they determine. Oh, right. So if you think about it, like if there was a big fire at Barrymore's, let's say that back door is cut off. Everybody's dead. Yeah. (laughs) But yes, Kamar, when Barrymore's was. There has been a fire at Barrymore's. uh, I believe there might have been. Jimi Hendrix played there. You too played there. A lot of people played there. A lot of people played Uh, there. Yeah. And then I painted my my sister moved. Congratulations, Shani. And I painted her. No more more Third Avenue. Oh, no, just downstairs. <laughs> but no, but still, uh, 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 we were talking about it. A move sucks. It's the worst. Moving sucks. Having to do some renovation while moving. Even worse. It's just, and then having a kid who can't lift anything oh. or would rather play when it's time to move is just, and she killed it. And we, uh, it felt really good to help my sister, like, in some sort of way, you know, be there for her. And so I had a great week. Yeah, I've never helped anyone. I don't know. Do you know what I mean? You don't know what that feels like. No, no. But if someone you care about asks you for help and you're able to help them, it feels great. Simon, how was your week? Oh, let me check my page here, Matt. Not the back. You didn't write it on your hand? What's funny is you wrote that when you came in, so. I had it all in my head. Okay, okay, okay. Didn't have a pen in the car to write it on my hand. So let's start with things that are grinding Simon's gears. Uh Uh-oh. You know what really bothers me? Go ahead. You're in line at a store. You're online? No, no. You're online at the store. In line at the store. (laughs) You're online at the store, yeah. Clearly, like, demarcated line. Yeah. Guy comes in, like, let's say he just got gas. Okay. He comes in, and he thinks he can just come in and go to the cash. You know what I'm saying? He thinks because he's getting gas, and I'm in the store, that we're two separate entities. Was he, did he have a 20 in his hand ready to go? I don't know what the fuck he was doing. Is there a coffee store in this gas station as well? Uh, there's a coffee machine. There's not a coffee store. Either way, hold it on. Does, there's not an either matter. way. You don't that just walk so in off. The hold street on. Hold on. Hold on. Right hold on. To the cash just hear me out. There's a line. If you put forty dollars in gas in <laughs> and you had two twenties, oh yeah, front line. Just the walk and wave is fine no, in my opinion. No. That's the one. <laughs> no. No? no, that's the one. That's really because that's they, the. One. I mean, that's rare now. The cards are. I agree, but but you agree? Yeah, come on, with me. Especially that's it. Yeah. One bill? Oh, for sure. Pre-COVID. Pre- maybe now, you know, space. We all want... No, no. Things haven't changed control. that much. Listen. If I lived in a place like Texas, you might get shot for something like that. Mm-hmm. Open carry and all, you know? Well, what is the... And what? how would you get off on that? Just out no of curiosity. All you think cut a tex- in line. So you think a Texas jury is like, oh, well, hold on. What do you have? I he did it, what? I think it probably it's a non-jury <laughs> did he, situation. He cut in line? But the judge, is, the judge is definitely overruling the jury. Okay. Like, he <laughs> cut in line. He's at a gas station. What, does he have dinner for the family? Like, like what are you buying? The, what do you mean? You have a soft drink that you're you're waiting to purchase? I'm buying cigarettes. I'm buying fucking whatever the fuck I'm buying. I Tampons the, for you. Like, not, what do you, you care? Have, you, you know what I think the something. irony here is too? I think it's that in Simon's eyes, he's like, 
I'm using a card, which was advertised as the easier, quicker way to pay for everything. This Yahoo's coming in, and I'm going with my thing. I think he... You don't even know if he had cash. You're for making sure. that part no of one the goes, story. Yes. No one in Canada goes to the front of the line oh, unless they're waving this, a couple of 20s. This guy did. Wow. He just thought he could just beeline right in. Like, but all he bought was gas. Line. All he bought was gas. I don't know what the fuck he bought because I ended it's up going very in front important. of him. It's, oh, whoa. Oh, I didn't let move. him okay. cut in. Oh, this is how the story goes. Here we go. So what happened then? You say excuse Nothing. me, sir. I paid for my shit. Would you say pardon me? Out. Pardon me. I didn't even say anything. I just kind of muscled, you know, so he could. You just felt your presence. Oh, I saw what off the was going to happen. The but Jewish horn didn't let just it shoehorned his I way think, in there. I think the last thing was pay at the pump. Do that. That. Yeah, why weren't you paying it? Oh, he needed cigarettes. I wasn't buying gas. I was buying something in the store. This guy should have paid at the pump. Yep. You're right. Simon. If he wanted a, f- a fucking express payment, sorry, Matt, you're on your then own. Then pay at the pump. Anyways, moving on. That was a quick turnaround for you, Kamar. Moving on. What else? Go ahead. <laughs> I watched yeah. a movie called The Alpinist. Has anybody watched it? About the Canadian Alex Honnold? Yes, the Canadian Alex Honnold. The, he's like crazier than Alex yeah. Honnold. And he's like a recluse. Like he's not. Oh, he's a fucking real nut. But <laughs> listen, this guy. So Alex Honnold, you know, like when they free climb. And, and you know how I feel about Alex Honnold, this guy. Total asshole. Yeah, taking his life into his hands. It's just stupid. Anyways, um, they're climbing with their hands. There's like, you know, it's your hand touching the rock. There, you, you feel when it's tight. This guy does that, but he's also doing like ice climbs. Yeah. So he has with these pick. two picks. Yeah. He's got the picks on his boots. And it's the most fucked up shit I've ever seen because... Yeah, First breaks. of all, there's never, it's never, it's. Yeah, you got to test it out. Make you sure know, that a fucking million ice, times yeah. until you get your thing. What happens if he, on the third one, just, you know. You I know wish, when that happens with ice? Dude, I wish we had that the TV. Happens. I wish we had the TV set up. There's a crazy video on YouTube. It's this guy doing that. He's He's clearly at the top, right? He's literally about to climb over the peak. You can see that it's warm because, like, the ice looks super wet. Like, you know, on those really warm, sunny days, it, it got... There's a person videotaping, and there's two people trying to help him. You can see that he's, like, in distress. He's like, I need you guys to help me. As they grab him, the, the entire piece of ice that is holding him on falls out from under him. Oh. And it's, like... They literally Does saved... This, oh, no. No, they, they literally so saved this guy's life. It depends how high the thing is, but you'd have a rope. No, so there that, are no ropes. Well, there are guys. There, yeah, this guy's hand-holding degrees, it. you know. Honolding I mean? it. What this guy does, though, which is crazy, is he Free does solo. like multi... That's what they're doing. But he does multi... So sometimes he's on rock, sometimes he's on the ice. He's doing like but, the triathlon of free solo. So that's he, mountaineering. I when he... Sometimes he's, he's an alpinist. holding... Alpining. I'm sorry. It's free soloing. Free soloing means you're going by yourself without ropes. Um, it's a sub subgenre. He picks into the like stone. So he's just holding on to the stone with his little pick. And he's doing the dude, it's so fucked up. Like watching it gives you such yeah. anxiety. You but also palms. me makes me very angry, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. But again, it's like this whole Alex Hannell thing. Y- you know when you're like uh I don't know, you're you're doing something hard. Pick it. And three quarters of the way through, you're like, I just I can't do this anymore. I'm not into this anymore. Whatever. And you give up. Uh There's no giving up. You know, like Uh if you get halfway up that thing and you're not feeling it or whatever, you're just dead. 
It's done. Well, I was thinking this the other day. How do you get down from El Capitan? You climb to the top and there's a path. Down oh, there is a path. Yeah. Okay. Because I was thinking, I was like, without rope. There's some way down. Um, but like, think about those things in Utah. Those like. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they climb down because I, I always figured there's no. Because you would repel. There's no going down. Like without ropes, going down to me is way harder than going up. Again, you know? if you have ropes, you just repel them, I know, but right? they don't have ropes. Yeah, but if. Okay, I'm saying like someone like Alex Honhold, if he if he found the perfect spire in the Utah desert, he could have a team go up and drop ropes and all the proper shit up there. Oh, yeah, he could. So that he could. I'm just saying. But listen. they don't is my point. Yeah, because they're grimy hippies. <laughs> Anyways, so this guy, um, he's climbing like the craziest, the tallest Rocky Mountain, Mount, uh, uh, I don't remember, Robson. Okay. And... Halfway up, he has to pitch his tent for the night. You know how they do that shit? That shit is bananas. Hanging off makes, the cliff. Yeah. And he's like, okay, so it was a slow day. This was like day two or whatever of climbing this thing. And he's like, um, as long as the weather holds out, I'm, I'll make the peak tomorrow. I have four whatever things. Obviously, he wakes up in the morning and it's the craziest storm of all time. He has to go down. He can't go up. And he makes it down. So I guess you can climb down. But anyways, it's a uh, climbing down. No ropes, zero ropes. I'm surprised actually that a handhold hasn't started doing that. Like he's just so bored with free soling that he's like, my thing now is climbing down face first, like Spider Man. <laughs> face first. <laughs> <laughs> There's a wicked part in this movie though where it's handhold talking. He's like. I'm climbing El Capitan or wherever. And he's like, and we look over and we just see this tiny little speck on him. And that's what's his name. Just on his own. Fucking. They're a different breed. Crazy. Anyways. Um, oh, he's got more. Folks. Oh, I do. I do. Um, Holy fuck, Simon. This is, this seems like Ke a lot of post Kevin stuff. Hart show. Did anybody watch that? that no. New. Uh, this is very post show. <laughs> very indulgent. That Kevin Hart show. You didn't watch it. It's on Netflix. It's called uh, true story. Oh, yeah. Anyways, okay, interesting. You guys should check it out. Um, How was your week? I've been watching The Sopranos. Mm -hmm. Got I'm on season six, mm -hmm. which is the worst season by far. Is that the final season? The final season. Yeah. There is a cut scene in one of the episodes. Mm -hmm. You know, like a, usually they just it just stops the scene stops and the new scene starts like that's how the Sopranos works. There's no like fade in fade out. You know what I'm saying? Sure. It is the craziest cut I've ever seen in my life. It's like, I don't know who directed that episode. It, you know, are you going to describe the cut? What's going no, on you here? You know what I'm thinking is if it really was this cool, you got to stop it. Episode, episode name, timestamp that. Yeah, you came in with this as bring, like, a, like something serious. Look at him. Now he's angry at us and he's going to slam down his notes. This I'm fucking guy. A, I'm just disappointed. Let's <laughs> let's move on. My How was your over. week? You don't think it, it was, was positive it was feedback? Based on everything I told you? Yeah. You can make your own decision. How was your week? Winter's Matt? coming. Winter's coming. That's First snow. Guy. My week was, uh, okay, I'm amped for Vegas. Happy to get out of this cold fucking weather. When is that? Uh, December 6th to the... 11th or 13th, whatever. Wow, man. Yeah, fucking sweet. Oh, 11th, that's it. Are you going to take a lot of photos? Yeah, yeah, for sure, yeah. Fucking cool. I'm telling you, if I win a ton of money, I'm changing my flight and I'm staying for that UFC. I'm going to buy like a $1,000 up-close ticket. Poirier Oliveira. Well, uh, my advice to you is uh, win a lot of money. I'm probably going to lose a lot of money because that's how Vegas works. I hope you win a lot of money. Well, thank you, Kamara. That's, that's incredibly kind of you. Did anything happen to me this week, though? No. 
Nothing at all. Just another week blending into another. Happy Thanksgiving to all our American listeners. Yes, happy uh, happy uh, Black Friday. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. All right, well, do you want to run down the list for me, Kamar? I'd love to. We had got fucking uh, Little Motomer, uh, 1737, Tim Poole. Oh, by the way. Nailed it. Yeah, he called congratulations. It. Yeah. That's, a, that's a bank. Um, followed by third time special, 1738, Ben O'Brien. Uh, followed by probably the... Weirdest podcast of the week, uh, 1739, Philip Goff. Uh, yeah. That correctly. And finishing with everyone's favorite seal, 1740, Jocko Wilnick. Wilnick. Wilnick, Wilnick. Wilnick, Wilnick. Good. All right. Do we want to rate the week? I can't see this. I cannot see this week getting a high rate. I have to anyone. constantly remind myself that uh, we are trapped in looking or listening to this podcast through the lens of comparison. Okay. You know what I mean? Like we're, we're listening. Like, is this one of the better ones I've listened to? Uh, we, we you, I'm sure you can't help in your subconscious <laughs> to, to think of other episodes and like, like what was it that I really enjoyed that? Or why am I not enjoying this episode? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so I think maybe all these is individual podcasts, depending on what else they were surrounded by could be stronger than all falling on the same week. This is like the <laughs> biggest compliment sandwich ever. This is like what you say before you fire someone. Um, okay, well, I'm going to give the week a two. And I think I'm being generous to be completely fucking fair and honest here. I was going to go a bit higher, but you're not afraid to say it. I'm, I'm not afraid to say it either. Two. <laughs> oh, there we go. Now, there's no fucking way... Simon's going higher than a two here. One point two five. Yeah, that's what yeah. this is. That's what we. That's what I'm talking this about. This week sucks. This is the type of week where you just give up on this show completely. Oh wait, real quick about my week. I'm so sorry. Well, I only got like thirty seconds. I said nothing happened. I li- I li- finally listened to Winds of Change. Whoa, oh no, no 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 no! The podcast. The podcast. Whoa, yes, what? obviously. Obviously, Stop everything. Turn off the cameras. Obviously, gotta... I've heard the song before. No, I listened to the podcast in its entirety, in like almost one sitting, pretty much. So I really got the full. Did you feel cock tease at the very end? Or did you Oh, feel... I totally agree with you. Yes. I agree with you that I w- Keep in mind, I don't feel like it's not worth listening to because of it. No, it gets so crazy when they're talking about the bands or the manager or the cocaine. And like, yeah. Yeah. A lot of it. It's fucking stuff nuts. Stuff is moving and shaking. Yeah. It's definitely a must listen. Um, I definitely, like you, Kamar, felt like uh, like a beautiful girl invited me back to her hotel room for drinks, um, gave me a kiss, and then told me to get the fuck out. Even if the German guy had said something mysterious. or Well, let me ask your opinion. Because we'll the German the... accent sounds like, um, yes. Let me ask your opinion. I'm you on. I did write this song. I got to ask your opinion real quick. Um, I said to Simon, I was like, it didn't feel like the German guy, like his part felt the least incriminating. I know. And no so one you agree. Like he did okay. anything. It could be any of the truth. But I, I also like that he the brought... The story is that the CIA wrote that song. Even then, though, I like the fact that he brought up the fact that he was like, I might be the CIA propagandist inadvertently. You know what I mean? Like, I, the CIA might just love that these stories are out there. But again, I also look at it like this, and I said this in the past before listening to this. The fact that you get a zero dark 30, like a year after it happens. Like, that movie, like Osama bin Laden died, and that movie came out, like, to the day how long it takes to make a movie. Like that was in the that was in the works already, probably. Well, and they de like they don't declassify anything. Well, they uh, they 
declassify what they want you to think. Pers- you, you yeah, know. yeah. So I you mean, feel good. Part of me. He's you so had, angry. You had, no. you had said, you know, listen to this podcast. Listen I made mean, the fact that it took him this long. <laughs> the long. fact that I talk about it every <laughs> episode, well, no, and well, it took him this long hold on. to listen to it. I, I under- mean, okay. Hold on. I understood the gist of what you were saying. There's a guy that believes that the CIA wrote. Well, you're glad you heard it for yourself. Yeah, yeah, of it course. Is good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, again, I don't feel like there was anything in it that was like a gotcha, aha. Well, when we bring it up in the future, if we do, it's going to mean that much more. There you go. You're in on it now. There you go. If you Balls haven't deep. listened to it, if you're a if you're a mat, <laughs> go out there and listen to it right now. It's, yeah, I mean, if you're starving for content, for sure do that. If you're a mat, this piece of shit. If you're starving for content, that's another fucking compliment sandwich. <laughs> Okay, well, let's start the show. If you got nothing else to do, this is the best podcast of all time. It's it's definitely um, it's a really good podcast. Be careful what you wish for. Seventeen thirty-seven. It Tim is Pool. my top one in my top five favorite podcasts of all time. Uh, I just said seventeen thirty-seven. Tim Pool. Yeah, seventeen thirty-seven. Timothy Pooler. He said is in his top favorite podcast of all time. No, he was saying Winds I, of Change. I know yeah. what he meant. Yeah, but not Tim. The Pool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, has him dead to rights. Um, yeah, Tim Pool. yeah. You called it, man. Like, just, you want to dance? You want a speech? No, no, anything? no. But it's fun that we do that in the post show and that I actually banged one out finally. That's, that's it humble, only made sense, though. Like I said, he was on his show. You know, made sense that he would come on this one. That's. Were you aware of when that happened? Because that was, I believe, in a camper on the side of the road. It was. All this week so was jumbled up. I don't oh, think. Oh, oh. Like, they were um, all recorded last week, I'm pretty ben sure. Ben was before Tim. Yep. I, yeah, the, uh, Wilnick you know, was before all of them. I should have said this. Ben and Tim were on the same day. I think they might have all been on the same day. Ben, Tim, uh, and no, 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 because he did Ben's and then went and did Tim's and then a show and then the next day I think Tim came in. That's what I wish I'd said when we were rating. I I lost my grip of time. Yeah, with yeah, the Joe, mentions in the episodes before. Joe, if you're listening, it would be really helpful if they were chronological. At that least, or or and uh, stop doing that bullshit. Or man. or a brief explanation why, just so a we, week we, we a week late, two weeks behind. Like also, there's been a riot and a not riot, a and, and yes, you know yes, what I mean. Yes, like so many things yes. that happen by the time these schmoes get around to talking this about it. This podcast was useless because the verdict had been read when this came. The out. whole the whole week right? is useless, right? Yeah, yeah. Behind the time, and, and again, Tim also was wrong. Yeah, Tim was wrong. Tim yeah. was wrong. But but I will say, the fact that he killed a pedophile is like sometimes it just works out. <laughs> you, do you know what I mean? Like you think that narrative could have been sort of off the side. I know, but the same way like you you fight about everybody being able to have free speech. If you're fr- a free person on the street, you expect that you're not going to be gunned down. Well, no, but no, none of those people were free. They they were all attacking him. It, it was the thing of self defense. The ugliest thing. Like what I was thinking, listen to this, is there's never has there ever been a situation in your life, and I'm sure the answer is no, but where you felt you needed a gun, like in a house someone broke in or something, you felt like you wanted to protect yourself. I, I haven't, you know what I mean. But in America, where people do have guns and break-ins do happen, like, and you know you're allowed to have it. I, just I mean, see again, the mentality. Again, it's a weird it. situation. It's like this weird kind of cyclical logic of like you're not wrong there are so many guns that like yeah i guess but if any of that happened in canada a couple people would have gotten hurt someone probably would have gone to the hospital no one would have died though right we can all agree with that most likely 
if this Rittenhouse thing happened in Canada? What do you mean? Well, first of all, there's it's no happened. open care. It's, it's happened in Canada. Okay, to say it's happened, that stuff happens all the no, time. There's that guy that the two guys were on his land and he shot them both in the truck. And they're not sure what happened. He's like, he was a farmer and said they were coming out. Sure, that's different though. I'm talking about in. I'm talking about if you're in the city and there's a protest in Canada, and someone's getting attacked by a group, the odds of someone getting shot, unless it's by the cops, and even that is slim. You know, again, it's just the lack of guns he up did here. Try to take his law into their own hands. Yeah, what he did was wrong. But if someone tries to hit you in the head with a base uh, skateboard, and you have a gun, you don't shoot them. I mean, you're like that's crazy. You know, you're just surrounded. I mean, listen, yeah, I, if I have a gun and that's, but I just, I never find myself in that scenario where I'm down there with a gun. I, I just mean, if I can see in America, yeah, it's just a different mentality. I could not imagine anything happening. Maybe it was in high school and I heard a couple Let me ask guys you though, Kamar, me up, you know, let me ask you though, Kamar, you're 17. You have this assault rifle. Like, do you, do you not think he was maybe going down there like, hoping to get into some shit? Do you really think he was just Absolutely, down there? Absolutely, but he yeah. was hoping to defend, to be a man, and, and what his side is. But one of the guys he shot was trying to shoot him. Like, it's just... It, it, the three guys weren't, like... If nobody's like down Black there Lives Matter, with guns, shot in the back of then the head. nobody gets shot, I yeah. guess, is the exactly. point. Let me also say this. I mean, they... And I know what I'm about to say. There's a story on the other side. For every story on one side, there's a story on the other that will, count, like, contradict it. But... So in Texas, they have the... Obviously, I think it's the constitutional carry, or maybe it's open carry. I don't, I don't know what exactly it is in Texas. I apologize if you're from Texas. I'm not trying to butcher the law. Point is this. They have that castle rule, right? That states that if someone is... You can defend your castle. So there was a guy in Texas who calls 911, and they have the whole recording. Calls 911, he says, my neighbor's house is being broken into. And the operator says, okay, you know, give me the address. It takes all the info. And she says, whatever you do, sir, don't do anything. Do not leave your house. Just stay inside. And he, and again, this is all on, this is all recorded. And he goes, well, I have a gun. And she goes, okay, but don't, don't do anything, sir. Like, it's not worth it. Just stay in your home. And then he says, well, I know the law in Texas. And I'm pretty sure I can shoot these guys. And she says, sir, don't go out of your home. The police are on their way. And he goes, no. And he walks out and he shoots and kills the two guys dead. And he got off. What and state? Texas, of course. Um, that seems a little bit crazy to me. Like, I understand that someone's burglarizing someone's home, but it's all insured. It's all just stuff. Well, as he said, I believe it's in New Jersey, everywhere down here, but there are states where there's a obligation to retreat, retreat laws. It's that drastic a... You, you don't have that right to stand your ground in your house. You know, you're, you're supposed to try, try yeah, to I mean, it, save yourself. Well, most most of the states that have this, the, most of the states that have open carry have that as well. You have to, if you're going to shoot someone, you have to have tried to flee first. That's like, it's written into the law. Sorry, Simon, go ahead. No, no, but you know, like uh, some states have laws where somebody breaks into your house to try and murder you and you shoot you're them, you're then liable. A, no, you're missing a stare. And they fall and yeah. hurt themselves. You're liable. But they were breaking into murder. Like, sometimes the laws are just yeah. wrong, right? So, I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with that. Anyways. Um, yeah. That's I mean, I'm just saying, like, listen, if my neighbor 
shot two people that were breaking into my house and no one was home, I don't know that I'd be like, hoorah. That's no, just me again. That's no, just my- but if, if they're going to make the law so that you can, that's where I was going with this. Um, if the criminals know the, the law is they can shoot me, maybe they're a heck of a lot less likely to go breaking into people's houses. Yeah. And people are less likely to break into houses if they think there's a gun there. But we also know that's not true because if well, you look at the, the if the you gun. look at the burglary like rates in the states where there are tons of guns, they still happen all the time. Break and enters, home invasions, like so it's not it, it it just the numbers don't add up to where it's like, oh, it's actually deterring people from doing it. I mean, if my house got home invaded That's totally different. Home and, invasion is way different. Well, no, no, but I'm just saying then. I just think you would feel really differently about exactly, guns, exactly, right? Simon. Exactly, if you needed them, and you didn't yeah, have, of them. or if you got carjacked, or if you were at a bank and it got held up. It, I mean, that's again, though, hold on. Different. If I'm in a bank yeah. and I get it gets held up, what do you I have care? no problem laying on the floor. Every dollar in there is yeah. absolutely insured. Yeah. I'm not risking my life for someone else's money. That's insured. That's absolute lunacy. If you're the guy that's like, I'm going to be a hero today. Fuck that. Yeah, that doesn't That's not worth it. That, it's not that, worth that, it. That, that, well, now you're going down this road. Well, I'm just saying. I mean, the law in your hands, vigilante. But again, that too, Joe, I know it was in the Jocko episode, but Joe said definitively, he's like, this kid in no shape or way or form was a vigilante. He yeah, was. He totally was. He yeah, totally thank was. you. I mean, if, by definition. I don't think he knows the definition of vigilante. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was so good out taking the laws. That, that's the one thing I said. I said, no, he... He is a vigilante. I mean, listen, if you look, he wasn't daredevil, but he was a vigilante. (laughs) What I'm saying is like, you don't have to use it in the pejorative, but by the dictionary definition of vigilante, he was exactly that. He was someone in a group trying to take the law into his own hands, whether it was to protect or whatever, that's fine. Well, I think usually, usually a vigilante is a good thing. It's like, uh, who are those guys used to put on vigilante law? Yeah. When the law won't solve your problem. Sometimes you need a vigilante. (laughs) <laughs> vigilante but as long as their intention's good I mean again you just don't want anybody taking the law into their own hands that's why we have police and when the police fail you I mean even then to say intention's good like you gotta Half realize the movies we grew up on wouldn't exist you know I mean, it's just, come on you gotta realize like even when intentions are good if you're not trained like the road to hell cops shoot cops occasionally the road to hell you know what I mean? And they're trained. So it's a weird thing where, I don't know. I think what also happened is it got balanced out because those guys did get convicted in the Ahmad Arbery cage, which they yeah. didn't even talk about at all. I mean, again, you know that's what helped. Like, had those guys gone off, forget about it. But do you know what's weird? Forget about it, forget about it, forget about it. It's funny you mentioned it, Kamar, because that trial looked like it took place in Ottawa in like a back room. And this Rittenhouse trial looked like it took place in like the OJ courtroom. Like, it had like the legit... It was like the big court of fucking uh, Wisconsin. I was so uninformed about this, though. Like, I legitimately thought he shot black people. I knew that was like untrue. I really had no. Well, that's huge. No idea about this that's, case. That's so. gonna maybe sway your opinion. But I gotta say this too: the race thing. It's not. It. It's not about like this is how I see it. And again, I'm wrong about a lot of stuff. But I just look at it like this: a lot of people are mentioning race not because he killed white or black people, but because of like. Remember that kid, Khalif Browder? He got arrested in New York for stealing a backpack. He ended up spending like three years in Rikers Island where he got yeah, brutally... Yeah, they made, they made the... Uh, they made a documentary about him. He ended up killing himself after he got out and yeah. exonerated, again, for stealing a backpack. 
I think the point people are trying to make is this kid killed two people in the street with an assault rifle, got the speediest trial ever, and is already out. And this black, this poor black kid in New York who they thought stole a backpack, spent two years in hell, and then killed himself when he got out. That's probably systemic. I'm just saying, there is there is a racial aspect to this, even if you don't want to, I don't know, even if you have a hard time believing that. I think, I don't know. The other egregious thing was the, the uh, prosecutor pointed a gun, like, yeah. three weeks after Alex Baldwin. People, Alec like, Baldwin, yeah. Alec Baldwin. But like no, a thousand percent that person should lose their well, job. No, but, but no, but that's that's that thing I'm talking about. Everyone thinks we change or learn, but no one learns. Like there's no heated. It's two days. Like whoa, we've got to make a change of movies. And like okay, we we said we we're going to do that. The dodgy information about the um, the camera. They showed him one angle, and then for the trial they pulled out high definition, and they got the guy off. This hit close to home for me. A second drunk driving. Which is usually like you're done, you know what I mean? A second drunk driving off to make himself look better. It was just gross, the whole thing. Huh? What? Sorry? What? The, the guys second, he killed, yeah. they withheld information. No, they expunged his record. That like, he was a drunk driver yeah. and the other guy was a pedophile. I don't, I, don't know, but I don't know if they knew he was a pedophile. I don't know that, but... No, the, but is he the drunk driver or they're two separate No, they're separate two separate people. people. Two guys, yeah. Anywho, it was uh, very ugly. How many people do you think would uh, get uh, vaccinated if it was just totally uh, no, um, if you want to do this, do this, no mandate or anything, like whatever you want to call it? It'd be know. like half or something, like at least. It just seems too politicized. People would be so now anyway. apathetic that, okay, I'll get it. I'm not going to get it. I don't need it. I think for the most part, and I could be wrong here, I know that Joe's big thing is now calling people cowards. I don't know what... Uh, weak men. The world is full of weak men. But I think for the men. most part, most people would say, if if maybe this is going to help, I'm just going to do it. That uh, To me, that would be the majority of the population who thinks like that. If it's, if it's not going to hurt me and it may help, then I'm just going to do it. What I'm saying is without any mandate, I think the numbers would have been all right. More people would have got it than not. I, no, I, I agree. I don't yeah, think this is what I'm saying. Um, so Tim seems like he's a uh, right-wing chill or whatever he's moved, like, but he's not, right? He says both left and right are shit, except the uh, right is more infiltrated by populists. And that word gets thrown around a lot. Do you guys know what that word means? Well, the, sorry, the dic dictionary definition is? Of what? Come on. Populist. I mean, I probably don't really know the dictionary I, I definition know, of it, any word exactly, if you want to get... Use all the time and ask you, what does populist mean? I, I, I got it down. Like it's. I would assume it ahead. means... I would assume it means um, a large group of people. Yeah, like the majority of people. Yeah. The common people of a community, nation, etc. as dis distinguished from the higher classes. So it's like, it's poor people. Okay, it's yeah. everyone down, you know? The yeah. majority of people. Yeah. When, when, <laughs> when, but when they're saying populist, they're saying people yeah. with no power. Yeah. Like, which is weird. Yeah, the say, common folk. They, they always say Steve Bannon's a populist, but he's loaded. So I, I, I don't I've know. I've never heard them say Steve Bannon was, and I don't think you say it like that, is a populist? Populist. populist. Is part of the populist? Maybe he's a populist. That's what I said. I've yeah. never heard the word populist. But I, the, I think populist is a... Is a Fancy word for everyone who I think it's the common rich. Man, yeah. yeah. 
Um, the James O'Keefe stuff. What do you guys think of James O'Keefe? Which one was James O'Keefe? James O'Keefe from Project uh, Veritas. They do all the honeypots. He, I think he's great. I told you this. I heard him on another podcast, and I know people give that guy a really hard time, but like, they're, they're doing things the right... I mean, not necessarily the right way, but they're getting the information out there that And it seems credible evidence, like... Yeah, for videos sure. could get doctored or whatever, but it seems like they're getting. I don't. I don't think that he. I don't think um, they want you to believe that it's like a uh, national inquirer, but it is not. What well, you have? You don't know anything about him? No. So, he would be a great guest on Rogan. Well, I don't know why. He though. said many he's coming. a time. No, he's coming. I, that's my. Uh, no, but he well, said we'll many times, Joe show. Rogan, get me on your show. Let's let's get this out. So. I think that might be down the road. But what they were talking about is the police were working with the um, New York Times, uh, giving them information to report on him. Like, it's it's pretty... What I think I was asked about James, do you think he's a journalist? Do you know what I mean? Well, I don't know if he, like, writes. No, but he's he's disseminating news, whether the slant suits your... Like, it's... He's a news source, but just this new... Yeah, he's new the media. owner of a company who does these things. I don't know what he actually does, like, hands-on. You know what but, I mean? But, like, the police working one media outlet to take out another outlet is just like a police working with, like, a drug dealer to rat out the other drug Which dealers. Which they fucking do all the time. Which is good. No, but I'm just saying that's, like, part of the game plan, right? Like, the powers that be will go to one uh, group and say, look... We're going to give you what you need. They do it in gangs. They do it in wars. We're going to give you what you need to take out these guys over here because we f- they figure it's in their best interest to have these people in power instead of these people in power. I mean, it it's Osama bin Laden. It's like yeah, this yeah, happens yeah. all the time. It happens with the Bloods and the Crips. It happens with the fucking... I don't know about the, with the Bloods and the Crips, but okay. It definitely happens with street gangs, man. Like that happens all the fucking time. I mean, I don't know if it's the Bloods and the Crips, but the fucking, um, you know... Tell me how many gangs you know outside of the Bloods and the Crips. If you don't... I don't know a lot either. That's why I'm asking. You, oh, there are... There are so I know, I'm many. just asking. How, I know there's um, so many. The Hell's Angels, the like all the M13. motorcycles. That's how the police. Yeah, the, that's how the police have to operate. The Pirus. to run the streets. The same way, you Siding. know, we watch that jail program, uh, world's most dangerous prisons. Most of the time, it's the inmates that mm-hmm. run the prisons. The guards have control barely over those. Well, they have control of the walls. Inmates, but those guys are running the prisons. Yeah, it's just. And you compare that to the police running the news or the news running the police. Because that's that's what's happening, you know. It's just different in that it's about media. And like say um, uh, some media outlet's looking at the FBI and then they have another media outlet discrediting them. Like it's, 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 it's ethically wrong. Because this, Tim Cool's uh, like a media Tim critic. Cool. Tim Cool, not cool. <laughs> oh, oh, what sorry. I was going to tell you about Tim Pool before and that's... Uh, um, I used to listen to Tim Pool religiously. Mm-hmm. You he, like to listen to him read the news? He had such a dramatic um, shift shift in tone. He went where the money was, in my opinion. Yeah, like there's no doubt about that. This is that. the right-wing shill thing I said at the beginning. 
And it, look, I'm not saying he's right wing, but he definitely adjusted. Yeah, I don't want to say he's a shill. He found his audience. He, he found where the money was and he leaned into it. That's ab- all. Absolutely. And well, whatever, make your money, man. Do you. I mean, I, I think it's a, a weird play because I, I, I mean, I, I guess his whole thing was I used to be on the left but now the left is doing the things that the right did. And I can't sit back and see that happen, which is fine. That's great. You know what I mean? I, I, that's, he says he's left. It seems like that's the right thing to do. But then to lean in so hard on the other side, stockpiling cash on the way, you know, it just, I don't know. It seems disingenuous. It's interesting because he talked about when he's worked for news organization and he said, we are here to side with the audience. Yeah, that's the, the retarded. Big, the, the, you know what I mean? And news is supposed to be like speaking truth to power. Reporters, journalism, that's all its function is supposed to be. Now that it's all a corporate machine, it's its really changed. So to what um, I mean, all standard news- you're going to hold Tim Pool to, to compared to like big news organizations that have way more sway. It's, it's tough, man. Like I don't... No, I but again... But, annoying. but you can't... But that's a weird... Like... First of all, no one holds those big news corporations to any sort of Clearly. accountability anymore. So, And you can't claim to be different from the big guy and then do exactly what the big guy does. Just, I, I get it. It's on a smaller scale, but that's what you're doing. You're going where the, the money is. But you can't accuse Tim Pool of misinformation. I think you can. Uh, listen, that guy just takes news stories reads them and tells you his opinion on them. But he'll try to get two stories to corroborate or something like that. No, when you listen to it, no, no, it's slanted so to the what to the message he wants to portray. Maybe it's the right message. I'm just he's no different than them. He is no different than them. I haven't listened in forever. So I couldn't tell you. I don't go to Tim Pool to uh, get my news anymore cuz I don't trust him to be unbiased he seems totally biased on the other side now interesting uh, that, that's i mean and i'm just the populace come on <laughs> if um if you had a if you care about it who who would you want to see win the next election biden or and because it's blank right now right if if you could care less, oh, so it'll be Biden Trump. or somebody else, it'll be Trump. That's how it's going to have to work because election. Yeah, that's the problem. Is they're not gonna see. That's why the Democrats are fucking idiots. Because now they have to go with Biden again at like the ripe age of ninety. Unless he dies. Well, even then. A, so and then you then you move it around. So you, it'd be Kamala Harris, I suppose, against. I don't think they have to run Kamala. No, they don't. Uh, I'm. Who it would go to a primary. This and, actually comes up a lot more in uh, the Jocko episode. But anyways, yeah, who, I don't know who the who Democrats do you want have. I don't to know because we know they're not going to let Bernie get in ever. I don't right? know any better, but Joe said enough. Like that, that DeSantis guy, or uh, as they said in the Jocko, if Tulsi were to switch sides, or um, the Rock. I don't mind me some Rand Paul. Don't mind me, Sir Rand Paul. I don't think he'd ever be president, but just people I go. I with. think the best case scenario would be to have somebody who has nothing to do with politics. I know it's stupid, but you're almost better having an actor in there because they're not fucking totally polluted by the system. Put in whoever. Put in Oprah. But not Trump. Well, you don't want Trump back. 
I, he's also polluted by the system. And the problem with Trump um, via maybe somebody else who doesn't give a fuck about money, like he is so, it's just what he's all about. So the answer is you don't know who the best person to lead America or who you think would be the best person to lead America is. No, I have no fucking idea. It's not Trump, I'll tell you that. He's just, he's too, he's too greasy long before he got into politics to pull a like, I'm trying to, like the clean the swamp thing. Like he's, that's such a crock of shit. Like, and even for Joe to be like, the swamp really is there. He really was trying to clean it. That's disingenuous. The swamp really is there. Yes. We can all agree with that. Was Trump trying to clean the swamp? Not no. in a million years. I wish Ghislaine the best of luck. That guy wasn't trying to drain the swamp. That guy was trying to fill the swamp with more fucking Just with his own people. So I don't well, like... That, that was another interesting point. Could... But Biden sucks. Could the crackdown on Alex Jones be because he knew about Epstein? and Talked about Epstein? Like why he's not settled or why this is such a big thing. I mean, it could just be the egregious nature of everything. I don't know. I don't fucking know. If Listen, Alex Jones CIA, hold on, hold on. had kept his mouth shut about Sandy Hook, he would still be thriving out there. Nobody could touch him. He did the one thing, the one thing that nobody forgives is That's fucking true. with people's children. Like That's true. if he could have just not been such a dinkus, it's kind of like Trump. If Trump had just, you know, if he could have just been a little less Trumpy, he would have breezed right through it. But like, it, it, he just too much of him came through in the end, you know? I mean, if there was no, if there was no <laughs> COVID or January 6th, I think Trump wins in a fucking landslide. I think January 6th was like the final, I think that was a, I think that was what put a lot of like moderates kind of over the edge. Do you think, do you think he's making shit up trying to be persuasive uh, about the election being rigged or do you think he thinks it's being rigged? Who? Trump? Like, do you think Trump knows there's no way the election was rigged, but I, my best shot is to say this or he actually in his heart to heart, the piece of shit he is, thinks he, he got duped. My whole thing with that is like, a lot of those states were Republican states where Republicans had to sign off on the election being legit. Why would they ever pass up an opportunity? Like, I just, I don't know. It doesn't, don't, it doesn't I, add up for me. I mean, I don't know anything about anything. Like, obviously, legitimately don't know anything about anything. But the watching the way that the um, left went about their business... I wouldn't be surprised if they cheated to get Biden in like that. I, and I'm being totally serious here. They, they lost, yeah, here we go. they lost the fucking plot. Yeah, man. but hear me out. They here. lost what made okay, them virtuous on. in the first place. I just think that it was get that guy out at all costs. Just we hear will me break out. all the rules and that's okay because in war yeah. things are okay. Listen, I'm fine with that assessment. I have no problem with that. That is very plausible. 100%. My only problem with it is that when Trump starts preemptively like a month before saying, well, they're probably going to try to steal the election. They're going to cheat the election. Like once he starts planting that seed, it just feels to me more like a tactic. And then he realizes that it's polling well and that people actually think they're going to steal the election and it's super close. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. I, I just, listen, most of their elections stink. Like the recount in Florida, that fucking stunk. And we know it pretty much led to 9-11 and all the bullshit after and the Patriot Act. That led fucking, to Al Gore being But that time, the, uh, that, no, felt, not that Al time, yeah, um, Al Gore. it felt like it was the other way. 
Yeah, for the Republicans. Yeah. And that thing fucking stank to holy hell. Now, again, the problem is this, too, is like you all the weird information about like suitcases being found with votes and this, that. It's all so like you just don't know. You know what I mean? What like we know CNN's not going to cover it. We know Fox will only cover it if it's like proving that. I don't know. It's tough. It's tough. I mean, I choose to believe it. That's all I can do. Fair enough. Yeah. So you now say the election was stolen. You're on that side. (laughs) No, I I just, I. Tampered. If it was, it wouldn't surprise me. Watching the way the world went while he was in power, just the, the look at the Russia gate, like everything. It didn't uh, fucking matter what it was. I, uh, I agree with, I don't know, is this one a Jocko, but I wouldn't put it past either side. We say only the Democrats could be doing some hokey pokey. Of course not. Oh, God, no. All politicians are crooked. The whole game is crooked. I'm absolutely positive they do it on both sides. The same way they say, like, um, you know, oh, 20 out of 20 Christian sites are, you know, in Russia, it's probably the same by the Americans. Like, that's just, these are the games we play. But, I mean, there you go. Like, so if you think both sides are cheating, doesn't it kind of cancel it out? As far as the election actually being stolen, I'm just asking the question. No, but if you were, we know but, already it's illegitimate because both parties are owned by the corporations. Exactly. And the change we're seeing is never going to happen because it doesn't matter who's in power. The changes that we want to see would never happen. Well, and like we said, if 80% of people, if 80% of Democratic voters were like, we want Bernie, and then they put in someone else, what does it matter anyway, right? Because then Bernie can't, like, it's all a fucking, I don't know. It's all a sham. And then there's gerrymandering. I mean, we haven't... Don't even get me started. Speaking of, do you guys think white supremacy is a problem? Do you think it's that, like... I don't think it's the problem they're making it out to be. Okay. I think whites... For you to say... I think, it's a problem. Yeah. I think for you to say, to sit here and blanket statement, be like, the U.S. has zero white supremacy issues, is that's obscene. But I think... They have many issues. I think to watch the news... And like how the FBI thinks domestic white nationalists are like the biggest problem. I, first of all, you guys create half of them, FBI. Sounds so like an ISIS to me. Yeah, I, I just again, I don't know. It, they, they talked about it's one white supremacist and fifteen FBI, FBI agents. agents. <laughs> yeah, who egging them on? Yep. No, no, no. That's what give us more. We touched on it before, but then they talked about the one of the byproducts of. <laughs> um, defunding the police is way more people are getting guns. So it's, it's, it, 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 you know what I mean? They, they, I think they say in Jocko, the, more cops is the best. Like, yeah, getting so many rid, that they aren't stressed out. Getting rid of police isn't making the world a more peaceful Some place if everybody's buying more weapons, right? To protect yeah, themselves. Yeah, I agree. It's just sort of defeating its purpose. Um, I thought it was interesting you talked about how uh, a lot of the protesters were from out of town. I mean, we knew that right off the jump, though, right? Like, like, even when they were reporting on it, a lot of people were reporting that they're like, these people aren't from here. But I think that's with a lot of protests. And then yeah. I think about, like, they're not protest. <laughs> they're going to riot. Like, Yeah, a lot of people are, the, yeah. That's weird. Or just, like, people are upset there. You'll mix in or, or whatever, and it just... But I don't just- know if you, like, at that time where the riots were going on, 
If you said riots, people got very angry. Those are protests. Words, are words not, have meaning. Words those have are meaning. Not riots. But again, I saw. I mean, now in retrospect, we can clearly see. Yeah, I but thought, the problem too, though, riots. is like the problem too is I've seen a lot of videos where on both sides, where people are protesting, and then someone says like, "Oh, let's flip this car." I saw one the other day where someone was like, "Let's flip this police car," and all these people start immediately looking at the guy and they're like, who the fuck are you? Like, what are you doing here? We're not flipping that car. This is a protest. We're, we're trying to be peaceful. And the guy ends up running off, like takes off. But you know what I mean? I don't know. I just, we know so much now that like the FBI and the CIA are probably involved in all of this deeply. Well, what was it? Where was it where they were showing that guy leading the, um, was that then the Q documentary? No. Anyways, they show a guy on, uh, is it January 6th? What? Yes, Jan, you got it, finally, boom. January 6th, and it's like four different or five different times during the day, and he's this older guy, and he's Riling inciting crowd, people yeah. to, to move in. What? Where did I see that? <laughs> Probably on Joe Rogan. No, no, it wasn't. Oh, maybe it was. I don't know. <laughs> maybe Anywho. we talked about it on the post show. <laughs> Anywho, so like I'm with you. There are definitely agent provocateurs. Well, in the same way we know, hold on, just real quick. The same way we know that all those random weird ass pallets of bricks were dropped off during the Black Lives Matter, George Floyd shit. Like that seems super suspect. You can't just ignore that shit. Like, okay, we're we're on the same. That is. How do these people, there must be email shoots, Facebook groups or whatever. Like we're all going to go there to protest. But they all know what they're like. Just the the dodgy characters that they are. I mean, listen too. Because he said the kids, the the people around the store were locals. Like, yeah, listen, it could easily be Russia too. How hard is it to do this? One of your one true. of your six million true. Facebook groups has a lot of following. You tell them all to be in one place at one time. You then call from Russia a U.S. I don't know, fucking brick person. And you're like, hey, listen, I need like pallets of bricks dropped off here for this date. They drop it off thinking, again, it's not that tough. Uh, but who the fuck knows? That's the problem. Tim mentions numerous times that he has a problem and he talks too much. So that's a level of self-awareness. Um, well, he's got the right job for it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. He was, okay, fine. Really, are you, saying, are you saying that for real? Uh, yeah, he's he 35 was. years old, lose the fucking toque. That's, that's a two-word re- Three word review for this, and I can rate it, but I'm just trying to get through this. But he's bald. <laughs> Who fuck? So is Joe. <laughs> and he's fucking. He's 35 years old. Talk about going to skate parks. Like, get the fuck out of here, man. Like, you build a skate park at your place, just stay there and be an old man and just shred. You know, like, fuck off, lose a toque. Um, oh, I still go to skate parks. I'm his. Do you age. wear a toque when I? I'm go. only wearing this for him. I wish we had all worn them to fucking mock him, but Simon's so. <laughs> I, I mean, listen, I have no, the toque is weird. If he wants to wear a hat, I obviously have no problem with that. The making a toque your thing, like that's your thing. Oh, for American listeners, that's the beanie. And then like wearing that toque to a White House dinner is odd. Yeah, you know? the Pulitzer Prize. Like it's just. Hey, did he wear it to that? No, I, I has a one one. I hope I would have put that in his credits. He, um. <laughs> he, he wears the toque to like. Yeah, yeah. High highfalutin events. I'm sure he fucks with the toucan. Like, just I, I, I want a Tim 2.0. Maybe it'd be better than the toque. Joe hates New Hampshire. Yeah, like, and Connecticut. <laughs> something happened to Joe in New Hampshire. Like, fuck. He always says those places. I don't know what it was because they had a trans Satanist anarchist 
person run for sheriff. Yeah. Who got through like the first round because people didn't even care what it was. So that's sort of the apathy that's out there. But, but he, their motto is live free or die. Who, New Hampshire? Yeah. 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 So you're free to be a fucking So that Satanist. should be a place that Joe really likes. That's but he, some, hence why I said something happened to Joe in New Hampshire. He hates New Hampshire. He had a bad set. Could be it, man. He picked um, up a lady who he thought was, or a guy, you know, uh, yeah, that yeah, yeah, that could be it. Yeah. scenario. Tim's, Tim <laughs> says a he has a, a guy. Tim says he has a mental defect. He talks too much, and then complains about how Alexa talks too much. And then finally, the the, the reason why this podcast, I'm sure we listen to it, is he mentions the movie Almost Famous. Great flick. Oh, I know you both seen. We have. Simon and Matt go head to head to find out what year a movie came out, how much it cost to make, and how much a bit of the box office this week we're doing. Almost famous. Thanks, Tyler, for the theme music. Oh, yeah. Directed by Cam and Crow. They didn't even get into that because that's the whole thing. It's about Cam and Crow directing. Like, they yeah. said it. Uh, yeah. They could have talked about Cam and Crow. He's a cool story. Although, uh, I'm probably going to talk about Rolling Stone is ridiculous now. Starring Billy Quidup, Francis McDermott, Kate Hudson, Jason Lee, Patrick Fugit, Anna Paquin, Farika Balk, Noah Taylor, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Oh, oh Kate Hudson was so Mark hot. Mark Maron's in, in it too. Oh my God. So fucking hot in yeah. this movie. Yeah. But probably so underage. Like, <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, it's about a fictitious band. But they take some Leonard Skinner stories. They take a whole bunch of stories, put together, and um, it's based on a sort of a true story. Dude, I have I like, I think I might be six. I could be ten years off on this movie for all I know. Like, I don't have any Dude, fucking I'm, idea. I'm oh no, we, we we've been conditioned to be going way back and stuff. I'm ready. I'm not. Hold on. Oh. You can start writing other numbers down if you want. Something. Directed and written by Cameron Crowe. Shit, bro. I don't know, man. This is... All right. I have a year. I do, too. Go ahead, Simon. 1995. Really? I said 02. In the year 2000. Oh, I was wow. closer. Wow. This movie came out when I was that old. The millennia? <sighs> is it the millennia? Now, what fucking... What kind of budget did this thing have? That's the real question. In the year 2000. All right, I'm ready. I'm totally ready here. I'm ready. I got this. I got this. Okay, I'm ready too. All right, I said it cost $42.7 million to make. Whoa. And I said... It Made 186.6. Okay. I said it cost 10 and a half million to make and it made 154. Budget? 60 million. 60? Six zero? 
60 million. Well, you were way the fuck zero. off. I mean, I was off too, but you were what way the, the fuck, fuck off. And box office? 47.4 million. What? Big, Bad investment. Big fat. Bad investment. Wow. How on earth? Wow. How on crazy? earth did this movie cost $60 million to make? Cocaine. <laughs> yeah, feel Cocaine. Feel, feel super <laughs> <off> <laughs> $50 <laughs> million dollars they, worth of cocaine. That doesn't even make They have a bunch of live sense, shows. Man. I don't know if they actually like interrupted a rock show to have people there dressed in the clothing. That's another thing about a big period piece. There's lots mm. of locations. And All right. It, uh, That's it, crazy. It, 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 the movie's much better than how it did at the box office. Wah, wah. <laughs> do, do you remember what the, the movie game is? You, um, Jason Lee was fantastic in Mallrats. Scientologist. Uh, but I thought... Jason Lee was better in oh my god all rats oh in no in uh, Clerks he wasn't in Clerks fuck I drink he was really good in Dogma oh yeah uh, he was also you picked such a shitty one you piece of shit yeah he's only in like a couple such of a movies. terrible one okay Here Tom Cruise was incredible but in the Top movie Gun. he really shines in is um, Chasing Amy. Chasing Amy, there you go. Uh, he was really good in Bill and Silent Bob's, or Jay and Silent Bob's Bill Strike and Silent Back. Bob. Ooh, well played. Thank you. But Again, nothing, this one was such a shitty one to do. Nothing compares to his role as, no, I'm out. Yeah. Ass hopper. <laughs> Terrible pick. Tom Cruise, one can go for a long time, though. Yeah. And that was the movie game. Okay, are we done with Tim Pool? We got to move on. I, unless we're going to have a nine hour fucking memory. So we just talked um, about uh, the times show. of change based off of that. Yeah. Uh, advantage of technology. He bought a zero motorcycle. That's weird. Um, such a little twerp. He lives in Virginia. <laughs> and it's weird that West Virginia is so fucked up because it's in um, Country Roads uh, by John Denver. Country Roads. West Virginia. Take me home. Mount Mama. Sort of a tweak there. But he lives to in Virginia. And do you know what else is in Virginia? I belong uh, CIA. CIA. No, Quantico is FBI. CIA is Langley. Langley, Langley Virginia. Virginia. Where's Quantico? Uh, I'm going to say it's in Maryland. What is Quantico? It's the FBI, I guess. Where is it? I want to know now. Yeah, Quantico is FBI because it's where um, Silence the Lambs, you know. Yeah. She's working there. Where is it, though? I want to know. Okay, I'm going to look. Tim Poole is going to put all his effort into trying to get Joe Biden impeached when he gets out of office. I think they put that big case together. Good for Tim. But, uh, yeah, we'll see. He was wrong about the riots. Quantico, Virginia. Also in Virginia. Interesting. Uh, I give it, uh, I don't know, a two and a half. I give it a one and a half. Yikes. I, I give it a one. Especially because it was so much more been revealed. Like it was redundant listening to it. Mm-hmm. it, it unless you didn't know certain things and you learned something. Excuse me. There were just so many he was wrong. interesting things they could have talked about. And well, they not, chose not, the fun. Not they, chose not to, yeah. Yeah. they chose to really focus on. And I didn't even talk about any of their COVID talk really. Yeah, thank God. All right, let's uh, move on to the next one. On to the next. Oh my god, my throat is just fucking. Who was the next one? Uh, O'Brien. Ben O'Brien. 1738. Your bet is good as mine when this was actually recorded to when it came out. Ben O'Brien and the story of the never ending story. 
Yeah, the two and a half hour bear story. Um, I don't know. I give it a two. I give it a one and a half. All right, we're going to take a break and no kidding. Oh, I was joking, Simon. Too bad. <laughs> At the 14 minute mark. Yeah. He starts the story of the bear and his dog, his dad, his, his dad and his bear. And at two hours and 39 minutes, he tells the story. And a lot went on in between that because they were drunk. Yes, they were. I think they were drunk before they started. They didn't just start drinking there. Uh, they love each other. Yeah. Really good mates. Um, mates, look at you. Like you're from across the pond, Kamar. It's his third appearance. It's hunting, so. I don't remember this guy's first two, so this and must have been I before. And normally I hear hunting episodes and I don't care for them. This was no different. <laughs> yeah. um, oh, dear. 12 years. Joe's been around for 12 years. Put that out there. It'll be 12 years on Christmas. Joe's uh, taken to taking livers lately when he hunts. You can only catch animals when they're horny. That's you know who else takes livers? Um, killer whales, when they kill great white sharks, yeah, they take their livers, I believe. Yes, they, you are correct. Or the, the, the bear or the wolf will come they and They also the have a thing where they like, uh, Orca knows how to hit a great white in a certain spot. That stuns or kills Paralyzes him. Yeah. him and it like flips him over. And Orcas are fucking assholes. I don't. I. I. It feels like look, you're they hunt for sure, and then they fuck with the great white sharks. Just who the frankly, way they hunt seems real. Great dickish. white sharks seem like dicks. They seem like dicks. Like just it's like true. killing yeah. machines. Yeah, true. And killer whales are the only ones who can keep them in their place, and they do it. But they've packs. never hurt a human the in the wild. I understand Maddie. that. So but maybe like, they're just really good at covering up the body. That's true. That's true. Like Bigfoot. <laughs> <coughs> just out there raping horses with no fucking total disregard. I feel like though, when they get together to try to do these podcasts, if they're trying to break through to someone like it's not the right channel. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? No. Cause the people who are listening are already fans. And if they're hunters, they're definitely already listening to Ben O'Brien. Cause he's been on the show 17,000 times. Hunting Three. is a healthy addiction though. Right. Oh, just I to imagine, be into yeah. it, you're, you're getting your food and eat, like it's it's it, to I, do something. I wish I hunted so I could appreciate how much they talk about hunting, <laughs> but I just I just don't. And it know? is the it is the fundamentally the most fun game. I mean, let's be serious. What Joe does is hiking with a little bit of hunting involved, right? Do we, we're all in agreement there. It's well, mostly hiking, right? I think right? the other thing is that they talk about and how wasted they, how wasted well, they the, get. The tracking is hunting. Sorry, yes. How? Yeah. There's lots of time where you don't catch anything, and if you and if you don't catch anything, you're just I feel out there. like Joe always catches something. Well, he's out there with like seven of the best hunters in the world, right? No, yes, but just in general, I feel like Joe is the type of guy who would bag a deer you know when he needed it ted ted nugent's like helicopter in a weak fucking elk so that joe can get it gives him the exact uh, pinpoint mean, location just, that's just sitting and shooting like that's I, a whole a different joke. thing i made a joke so. that's like ice fishing as far as i'm concerned you're hanging out with your friends sitting around any fishing you're drinking i mean unless you're in recovery or whatever but for the most part it's more drinking than fishing or catching fish 
okay. No, it's true. When I used, when I would fish, even when I didn't drink, it was like I'm going to smoke weed on a boat with my rod in the water. Or it's an excuse for your, your dad like to hang, spend time with you while he ignores you and drinks. Yeah, berates you. you. Fish. Yeah. Uh, how do you guys feel about Jared Leto? He's a weird cat, eh? The funniest is like I remember being in grade seven, and all the girls were like, because of my so-called life. What, whatever he did, he's like a teen heartthrob. I always thought he was a real dick until he did Fight Club. And I felt like in Fight Club, he let himself be ridiculed in a way. He was like the pretty guy who gets beat up so bad because yeah. uh, Tyler Durden finds him too pretty. Yeah, I remember. And I just, like that, after he did that role, I was like, oh shit, this guy himself. is a real actor. Like, there's no. But do you know he's a rock star? He didn't star? have to be the heartthrob in that movie he didn't you know yeah do you know he's a rock star yeah yeah uh, like he's got a band in that 20 minutes thing. to mars or 20 seconds to venus 20 seconds to mars i believe it is i was gonna i didn't know either i said i was gonna say something to mars. to mars something to mars but just just one of those guys you know what i mean easy on the eyes and everything he's got an oscar is like, it a good band i don't think i've ever heard um there's I mean, one song i saw do you watch curb of Have course. you been watching the new season? Of course. You know where he goes to see that uh, they want to get that guy to play yeah. him in the yeah, show? Yeah, yeah, Like, those are, like, usually how a musician or a actor is when they start a band, you know? Yeah, yeah. And it's just fucking horrible. Yes, well, uh, every actor probably is in a band, but he, like, he just excels in what he does. Uh, this was an interesting conversation. 12 basketball players against 12 football players. They were talking about how big football players are. In a fight? In a fight. What position? It's hard to players? say, right? Like, what no, it doesn't matter. No, man. Players? It doesn't matter. Football, Actually, now football players crush all of them. What position like, football players? Like, it makes a huge it, it difference. Is, if it's no, running backs, though, no, not necessarily. Wide receivers, I don't know. no, not necessarily. I, no, I still I give it back. I give it nine out of ten of the football players. 12 meta world pieces. That's different. I know, I know, but the big linemen aren't going to do that. Like, you'd want the linebackers Okay, how about this? Fighting. Are we taking... Fine. Like, are we doing 12 of the meanest basketball players ever? Against 12 or of the meanest football 12 players. Lamar, and it's 12 football players, Or is players it 12 sure. Lamar uh, All the basketball players are way taller and huge and, like... No, not... No. Because <laughs> you saw... Uh, you just need an do you, army Do you remember Anthony Mason? Nick Carter's. 12 Anthony Masons. An army like, of Nick Carter's. They're all... They're so big. And yeah, he's huge. When they Mason. when they fight, did you see what happened to LeBron James the other night? Yeah, when he elbowed, he elbowed the, the guy. shit oh, out I of that dude. That already. Yeah. The guy did the ultimate. You didn't talk about it. I didn't. No. Well, I, I've I, seen I it. What, after... what if it's twelve shacks? Like, well, yeah, you can't. Yeah, I there's know. no football player sh- big enough. Exactly. Or twelve. Sorry, twelve LeBrons. Like twelve. LeBron, uh, twelve shacks is like having twelve. Um, <laughs> what's it? Brock Lesnar's. You know. Ooh. I just like to me like football like if you take the I don't know football players are the to me the top 12 athletes. Lawrence Taylors I think win against 12 Shacks yeah 12 Lawrence Taylors against 12 Shacks well, are, like, are we talking LT on coke because I like, give it to uh, LT's on coke no, you all see day. I think Shaq yeah, just Shaq attack. is like almost eight feet tall he's 400 pounds like that that's a Special person. I fought know? back and said I'm pretty calf sure the kicks. football players, but now I, I, I've, I've changed my mind. Like, if you know anything about calf kicks, all the fo- all the football players are the most win. powerful um, creature. Yeah. Uh, I believe is, Big is Bigfoot. Bigfoot. Yeah, 
the closest human being to Bigfoot would be Shaq. That makes Shaq the most powerful. Like, look, let's put it this way. And this racist. If that wasn't meant to be <laughs> racist at all. If the government yes. was trying to make like some sort of super soldier. Mm-hmm. Shaq would be it. Bigfoot would be it. Bigfoot would be it. Think about it, man. Here's a creature who like runs incredibly fast. Okay. Can jump incredibly high. Yeah. Is so strong. Obviously is the best camouflage artist in the world. Camouflage. You know what I'm saying? Like everything going for Bigfoot Mm -hmm. is everything the government would want in a super soldier. It's true. And just let that sit out there for a second. Hang there. Like, imagine the implications of that. What if, like, start playing it backwards? What if they did try and make something? And now it's out on the loose, living was, in yeah, the tunnel and, system, and cloaking itself? They made multiples. Okay, off a of big Breeding foot. population. I, fe- I felt... Just I, everything with you somehow goes back to Bigfoot. I felt And like, you threw the CIA in there, too, which was great. Oh, that's surreal. I felt like some of their small talk was, like... They're drunk and knew they were going to fool around later. You know what I mean? Like, Ding Darling and Absalom. Weird. Uh, buttress. I say saunter all the time, by the way. Saunter. Just their little word games. That's, 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 I, I like they where were, they were into each other. I like at one point where he goes, Joe, will you shut up? And Joe goes, well, it is my show. That was interesting. What he, do you mean? I just thought that was a very interesting moment where, like, Joe kept cutting him off and he was like, Joe, will you shut up? And he was like, and Joe looked at him and went, well, I mean, it is my show. Joe cut him off so many times. Oh, it, it was, was crazy. Unreal. Jack he could not finish a, sto- a story finish that was not worth the wait. Well, you're right. It for two hours. Two hours, yeah. yeah. Um, so, you know, you meet Joe, whatever, you hit it off. You know what I mean? And he's like, tells you he likes you. Like, you know what? You should hang out more often. You pull a cigarette so happy. Smoking like Joe's been a pleasure meeting you. Just toss it into the forest. And you go to shake his hand, and his hand's not there. He's not there. If you ever meet Joe, eat that cigarette butt before you toss it. I feel like that's just like a a deal breaker for him. Do you know Uh, what I mean? Unless he knows. Meanwhile, this I'm going to paint a scene for you. Joe, bum cigarette from Tony Hinchcliffe before show. Flick said cigarette on the ground. No, he's backstage. Put what? Puts it out and puts it in his No, pocket. they have like an ashtray. He puts it out and puts it in his... Or I'm going to take this in, on stage with me. In a me. drink or something. When I have a cigarette yeah, a drink, at the yeah. dog park, yeah. I put said cigarette out on my shoe. Mm-hmm. I stick said cigarette butt in my pocket. Oh. You have a collection of them? It smells so bad. Then when I get to the parking lot, I throw it in the garbage. <laughs> uh, we don't have a chance there, but still. Cigarette butts are like... <laughs> Somehow, whatever the fresh cigarette is so enticing and oh, sweet and butt, smoky yeah. smooth, Ugh. but on the end, it is the last thing you want anything to do with. Um, it, I think it was a liquor talking, but he just went after John Oliver, thinking him and Joe would have an old fashioned pile on. Yeah, nope. Got stopped in his tracks. It's so funny, though, eh? Like on any other given day, Joe would just roast John Oliver, but because he roasted John Oliver, Joe. Takes I the wonder. Opposite it seems like Joe's very diplomatic on in, in weird ways. Well, he's not diplomatic way. about um, uh, what's his name there. But I mean, he picks and chooses. Core, like core, what's his fucking name? Who? The Late Show. 
Corbin? Not Corbin. Corden? No. You lost me. Just going to leave me hanging out here. Well, I don't know which late show. Not John Oliver. Not uh, the other guy there who used to be on. Nope. John John Stewart. Stewart? No. Who used to be on John Stewart. Uh, Stephen Colbert. Thank you. Colbert. That's true. That's true. true. Well, I said right at the start, Cole. Okay, well, then you should have gotten there. I didn't. (laughs) You played this weird game with us. Cole. Cole what? Have you either of you guys ever mentored or manatee'd? Manatee'd. I was waiting for them to say that the whole time during that conversation. I'm like, have neither of these two guys seen fucking... Do you um, know English? Arrested Development. Is that where it's from? It's from us, Simon. We made manatee. No, we did not. I believe we did. No, I've never had a mentor. Mento and manatee comes from... Because um, my a show, my first mento was um, when <laughs> mento. <laughs> that's a ghetto mentor. A mento. I gotta go see my mento. Was for Rogers, and I had a mentor. You had a mento, and you were the manatee, and I was the manatee. But we did not make that up. Okay, man, on. you're you're too humble. <laughs> uh, slurpy pot pie. That was a, a ridiculous moment of ridiculous drunk talk. Yeah, and like, who cares what you call it? Who cares what you call it? Who cares what you call it? It's stew. It's a, it's a pie. It's a stew. It's, not, fucking, a, it's not a pie, clearly, cares? but who gives a shit? No, but lots of things are named the wrong thing. Okay. Well, Joe really didn't Just want... W- words in general are silly when you think about it. Like, Oh, we'll get there. They don't make any sense. Words are silly. Um, no, but some words do make sense. Like I told you the other day, triangle. Yes, it's three, three angles. angles. Perfect Br- word. Brilliant. Perfect, Perfect word. Perfect word. Chair. Explain Why? that fucking one to me. You it's know? got an H in it that looks like a chair. Oh. Um, he nailed that one. The one thing is that I, I thought was super interesting, and it may be what, um, you know, the carbon tax is supposed to be, whatever. When they talk about the percentage of stuff that is spent on hunting goods and outdoor goods goes for conservation. So they, one of their motivations was to inspire people to go hunting because it is declining, but like they want to be a thriving thing so that it uh, protects the parks. So apply that to any other thing. You know what I mean? The, if you purchase this tax from that goes to, I mean, I always thought that's how it was. Like, you know, let's say it was a gas tax or it went to the highways. I didn't think. Yeah. But do you not find it interesting that Joe, like when it comes to taxes here, he's fine with it. Even at eleven percent, and he he had this weird logic where he was like, "Well, it's a manufacturer tax, so the people aren't paying. Who do you think the manufacturer passes that tax on to? Obviously, the consumer." Yeah, it just makes everything more expensive. Of course, it does. That's what that's what a tax does. I'm just saying, Joe, who seems like like he left California partly in due like due to the tax. He has he's fine here. Where and again. He feels like all the tax, we don't know for a fact that all that tax goes right to that, right? Like, there's probably a lot of bureaucratic red tape that gets fucking... I believe he's saying no. it's different from other taxes because that's what... It, he said the duck stamp and this, and the money specifically goes to preserve... I understand, but what I'm saying is there's whatever. always bureaucratic red tape that always eats up some of that, right? That's part of government. You just can't avoid that in government, right? There's no way 100% of that money goes directly well, the, the, that, to the ducks. That department is government. Whoever protects the parks is some sort of government. So, yeah, it goes, it goes directly to the government. 
Yeah, but this is okay. I don't know how they use it, but the idea it just if that if that is how it works, that's great. But that's everything. It's almost like it should be called an opportunity cost tax. Do, do you know what I mean? And people who want to do certain stuff would be better informed consumers. And we'll get that into the, the Jocko one as well. But I just thought it was interesting. They want more people to hunt, to pay these taxes, to protect the wild lands where they live in. So that's why they promote hunting. You know what I mean? No? Yeah, again, if my whole... If everyone stops hunting, this protection of the wildlands is severely de decreased. And they're saying it was intelligent intervention is needed to manage these populations, despite what bleeding hearts think. It, hunting is helpful, like, when done ethically. And... Yeah, I just found it all a weird flex where Joe is, like, super cool with the tax here. But a lot of other times... Taxes is like a big red flag. And again, well, no, what he said, he said in the no, other he one, he said he, in the Jocko that he'd he doesn't be happy care what the taxes is, but tax. it's what I see I'm getting for yeah. my taxes. And I, I understand that. Like, let's say you live in LA and you're watching agree, yeah. this guy who's like being totally unreasonable. You don't want to give your money to the go live somewhere. And again, he happened to go to, to a place where there is no tax, but. I told you, in Australia, when you pay your taxes, they send you back a slip, and it shows how much you paid in tax, and it shows exactly dollar for dollar where your tax money went. Yeah, that, you see, that that's be great. Everywhere. That, that should, should be. be well, it it should be um, open Yeah, for everybody to see, right? Transparent. Total transparency I mean, I think the US from couldn't, your government. The U.S. couldn't do that because people would be like, how much of my money went to protecting this country? Yeah. Like... The how, military budget is what? How much went to that guy flying on private jets to some conference in uh, Barbados? Yeah. But there's something that should be taking advantage of, you know, these national parks. And we have some fantastic places too, but like it's it's super cool that it's always going to be there. You know what's interesting is that Teddy Roosevelt, um, he's the guy who's like responsible for all the national parks. That's he was the guy who implemented that. Mm -hmm. And he was like one of those hunters that he brags about hunting every creature on earth. Yeah. It's just a, it's such and, he, a and he wanted to prolong it. They, they Hunters, real hunters know that hunting is a thing where we'll um, eradicate or make species go extinct. Because a hunter doesn't want that, you know what I mean? Well, now they don't. But for a long time, we hunted with impunity. All the, the First Nations did was hunt, but the most ethical, like use all of the animal. But it, it's part of the cycle. Like it's hunting. Yeah, but yes and but no. The they First had those Nations buffalo jumps. I was gonna say they didn't drive they killed, them like, to go extinct. No one's hunted anything. It was extinct. white maybe, man, maybe in Africa, white man no, that hunted these them deer, to extinction. these bear, like whatever. We've hunted things to extinction. Oh, uh, no. Nah, There's I, a bird specifically that I remember they hunted to okay. extinction. I just don't. I don't think I'm sure we've hunted things to extinction. But the other part, the but hold on, nose bear. Come on, the, the other side of that of too things. is if you look at all the things that have gone extinct in the last like 200 years that weren't because of man, it happens anyway. Well, I'm pro hunting, guys. Anti hunting. That's I'm not anti hunting. I'm pro hunting shit. for sure. What are you talking about? He said the way he saw it was that hunters and vegans are uh, closest. They both care about animals that much. I mean, listen, not all hunters care about animals. It's one of those giant generalizations. Not all vegans hate, care about animals. 
I would say though, Simon. I think all vegans care about animals. I would say more than 75% of people that go out and hunt are probably on the up and up as far as ethical. Not all all campers camp respectfully. Some people go and just leave garbage. Not even forget about killing the animals. Um, I think you'd be surprised by the numbers because I think a lot of people, there are a lot of just like bad hunting out there, spot hunting, um, Black market hunting, poaching, you know, all there. I think you're talking about about Africa. I think you're talking about Africa. Because I'm talking about within the U.S. I think think tons of that happens here. I don't think so. Okay. I think it's a huge industry. People pay for um, tags. Yeah. Yeah. There are only so many tags that go out. Yeah. Lots of people either want to hunt or need to hunt. I just think you'd be surprised. And I'm not saying those people are bad people. I'm just saying, you know, they don't. Some yeah. of them are doing like illegal. I don't think it's a problem. At bad all. shit. Okay. And uh, yeah, rate it. Oh, I give it uh, a one and a half. You don't think there's any poaching in North America? Like deer poaching or fucking not like if you're this, talking like hunting this, off season basically. If this doesn't like get stopped, yeah, the hunting out of season die. or taking too many animals or taking animals only for their like. No, there's all these guys who check your tickets or, and stuff. Like it's it's very even fishing. I remember going yeah, up to Thunder Bay to go are, fishing, and you were like stressed because there's trucks waiting for you. they write down your license plate. And when you come out, they inspect the whole truck and look for. Through your coolers and stuff. I really think it's really, like, moderated. And you have to know something just to go out there and do that. You know what I mean? Any Yahoo wants to kill someone is probably going to kill themselves before they get something. Simon, a game warden in Ontario has almost more power than a cop. A game warden? Yellowstone. A game warden. Um, I remember we were on the boat up at my cottage, and a game warden approached the boat. We were like, what the fuck's up with this guy? Had nothing identifying him. It was like, I'm boarding the boat. I'm a game warden. I'm looking for like fish or whatever. We, we were like, okay, whatever. But yeah. They have, I mean, game wardens in the States, according to Yellowstone, have oh. 007 quality. Yeah. You can kill well, they're multiple in, people. They're in ghillie suits you waiting can pull, to fucking snipe you. Can you can pull up into an intersection in broad daylight and gun down four people yeah. in a pickup I truck. Think yeah. Get back in your government car, turn on the cherries and head home. <laughs> I think being a livestock <laughs> agent in America is akin to being president. That's what they make. Yes, yes. A livestock agent. Yeah, that's right. That was Yeah, he's a livestock different. agent, yeah. Ben O'Brien, rate it. I did. I gave it wow. a one and a half. Oh, that is one of the shortest. Um, that's fine. We're doing great for time. I gave it a one and a half. Simon, what do you give it? Well, do you guys know what butchers means? No, I didn't. A buttress? Well, they talked. Remember they said it? It was one of the words. What is a buttress? I had never heard it, to be honest. A buttress is like a... You know who saunter is? Yeah, saunter I use on the regular. I like saunter. Buttress. Really like saunter. A buttress, I don't know. I feel like it's like a banister or something. Like a lawyer? No, no, that's a barrister. Oh, yeah, okay, you're talking about a... Like a, like a railing. Like a railing yeah. of some sort. Yeah, is yeah. that what a buttress is? I don't know. I was saying, yes, I understood. That's what it is, boys. A projecting support of stone or brick built against a wall. There you go, Simon. Well, it's not quite a railing, but I'm moving. You'll take it. You'll take it. That's around to me. I'll give this. I listened to it twice. So much. A terrible choice. I'll give it a two. I will give it. Because I thought that was a breakthrough with the taxes paying for wildlife and. 
one. I'm fine for that tax, by the way. I just found it interesting that you give it a one and a half as well. And I would very much like, listen, if Joe would do this, every hunter he has on at some point, ask them if they've ever seen Bigfoot. That would really yes, make yes. the episodes I, I think a little more interesting. Every hunting okay. episode yeah, gotcha, I listen to, I go, just give him, just give him a taste, Joe. Come just on, ask him. I would love for but one. But it's because Joe now be like, is definitive. Joe, let me tell you. But you realize, right, that Joe now is like steadfast. Oh yeah, in yeah. His yeah. If you believe Bigfoot. in Bigfoot, you're a coward and an <laughs> asshole. Until sta- um, an asshole Steve Ronella, yeah. Steve Ronella, Cam Haynes, Shane Dorian, Ben O'Brien, come and tell him otherwise. If one of those guys shows up and tells him, you Just don't know like, Joe what oh, it's all. Oh, shit. I Everything mean, changes. I didn't see Bigfoot, but this is what happened, yeah. you know? Yeah. Everything changes. Yeah. I mean, I start liking hunting episodes a lot more. I can tell you that much. All right. We're going to pay a bill, uh, and we'll be right back. Guys, this episode of the podcast is brought to you by The Long Game with LZ and Leitch. We are delighted to bring you this new sports podcast. The intersection of sports, culture, and politics is at the heart of the new weekly podcast, The Long Game with LZ and Leitch, because sticking to just sports in 2021 is simply not possible. Sports extends beyond what happens on the field, court, or pitch. It's in everything, which is why LZ Granderson and Will Leitch cover the expanding world of sports and how the events on the field affect events off the field and vice versa. New episodes are out every Wednesday, so you can head over to therecount.com or your preferred podcast platform to listen to all episodes right now. Again, that's therecount.com or wherever you get your podcasts. The show is called The Long Game with LZ and Leitch. Go check them out. Thank you so much to them for sponsoring the show. Don't forget to go check them out. Link will be in the description. Gang, this episode of the podcast is brought to you by Freeze Pipe. Cyber Monday is here and it's time to save big on the coldest and smoothest bongs around. I'm talking about Freeze Pipe, baby. Freeze Pipe makes a unique line of freezable pipes, bubblers, bongs, and more that deliver monster-sized hits without the throat burn or intense coughing exorcisms. The secret is their freezable glycerin chambers that come on every product. Pop one of these chambers in the freezer for one hour, and when smoke passes through the icy passageway, it's instantly cooled by hundreds of degrees. Most people don't expect how big a hit they're actually taking because you don't feel nothing as you inhale. If you're tired of overpriced bongs that still leave your throat on fire, you got to try out Freeze Pipe. Best news for the next two days, Freeze Pipe is running the biggest sale of the year to celebrate Cyber Monday. Go to freezepipe.com, check out their insane deals. If you see something you like that is not on sale, that's okay, we got you. Use the code JOE to save 10% off anything in the store. Again, that's freezepipe.com for all of their Cyber Monday deals, or just use the code JOE to save 10%. Thank you so much again to Freeze Pipe for sponsoring the show. Go check them out. Link will be in the description. Now back to the show. We're back. Thank you to The Long Game with LZ and Leitch. And thank you to Freeze Pipe for sponsoring the show. Go check both of them out. Links will be in the description. Come on, name Unst a number, please. 1739. Philip Goff. A pan physicist. This... It's funny because I got a text from a buddy who slings concrete. He's a real fat piece of shit. Um, I'm kidding. He's super fit. He looks like Mark McGrath from Sugar Ray. He just had a kid, so I like to tell him he's a fat guy. It really gets to him because he's not. Anyway, uh, he always calls me because he listens to the shows before I do, and he was like, this Philip Goff guy is trash. This episode is trash. 
It's all about um, consciousness. Consciousness. And I was like, what is wrong with this guy? I was like, I love fucking love a good consciousness talk. I was so excited when he said that. I was like, this guy's just an idiot. He doesn't even know what he's talking about. And then I listened to this episode. Yeah, this was a hard. Uh, do you, did either of you watch this episode? No, I have luxury to watch this episode. I there is not one second where this guy's hands are not moving. <laughs> he, no, I'm. He's super handsy. I love it. He, it does. It doesn't. How else can you talk about dog. something that can't be described? And I seen? was watching it at two point five. Oh, so his hands is, are just—he's just. Whoa, he's just, <laughs> he is like a fucking karate master. How about this, Kamar? Real quick, I'm sure you have to have it in your notes. What is the thing he's promoting? The theory or whatever? What's the name of it? Like Bose Satchem or whatever the fuck it was. Do you know what I'm talking about? Nope. He was promoting the people. The theory? Yeah, well, the people. He's like these people. The the theory that he's promoting the around consciousness. Fuck's sake. Pan scientist. Thank you. Oh, pan scientist. Gotcha, gotcha. Pan physicist. Gotcha. Pan scientist. Pan physicist. I think he's a how pan many times? It's funny that we can't remember because how? What do you think the count was on how many times he said that during this episode? <laughs> well, was, oh, a million. It was staggering. <laughs> as well, it was no, staggering. As well, it became as, a new pronoun. In the same way, you can't really describe what consciousness is. You can't really describe what a pan physicist. No, is. no, he could not. Um, consciousness can't be observed. But it is the weirdest thing that we can have a conversation about something that can't be seen, can't be observed. But I was listening to a guy talk about Buddhism on the way over, and he said you can observe consciousness in anxiety and guilt. Well, that's interesting. Okay, let's dive deeper into do, that do, then do for you know a second. What, do you know what I mean? So that's you observing consciousness is so by... What do you mean? I don't get Something it. inside you is like... Well, then the same could be said for any emotion. When you've, yeah. I, right? I, like, why just reserve it to uh, guilt or. That's where everything comes from is consciousness. Yeah, but that still doesn't prove that. I mean, listen, the fact that we're sitting here proves that at least one of us is conscious, right? Yes. Yes. I, well, I think there's a difference okay. between consciousness mm-hmm. and being conscious. Mm-hmm. I think those two words are not. Yeah, they're, of course. They're yeah. not the same thing. Well, yeah, what, one what, means what, I'm actually awake. So there is zero way to prove that consciousness exists. That's it. The fact that we are all three sitting here doesn't mean that one of us has a consciousness. It, like, it is a thing that is un... But yes and no. What if you're in a vegetative state? Like your body is living. It's doing all the things to keep you alive. You don't know what's going on. But, but they have tests that show that there's like zero brain function, right? Zero brain, nothing firing. That would lead you... Again, this is the assumption that the consciousness lives in the brain. But I mean, where else would it live? So right? where did the consciousness go while you were in your coma? Well, I think a coma... Well, I mean, you're being generous saying I was in a coma, but let's be I was, serious. I, I meant in one's coma. <laughs> Does that consciousness disappear? Does it go away and then come back? Does it become part of I don't know source I don't like, know again these are unanswerable questions and that's why we can't prove whether there is or isn't consciousness I would say maybe dreams might prove well just because I don't know because even when you're asleep you're like what I will say is this the coma felt like like lights out it was almost like but again it felt the same as being blackout drunk with the exception of sometimes you get blackout drunk and you have weird flashes of memories that start coming back. Let's go, like let's junk, go back you go to your let's go back yeah. to your dream thing for a second. Okay, go ahead. I would imagine that if 
our bodies were just operating on like what's absolute best for itself, mm-hmm. like to regenerate during the night. Okay. Cause that's pretty much what sleep is recharging sure, yeah. your batteries. Dreams are probably not a good thing. You know, you wake up from a dream, but couldn't it be your brain exercising as well? And just, a, it's firing like, like maybe there's a bunch of ways your brain doesn't fire when you're awake and that it has to calibrate. To Sure. But I, you know, most things like you, you would rest it and then it rejuvenates itself. This seems like the exception to that rule, you know? But I mean, even in sleep, like when you hit REM sleep, your eyes are going fucking bananas, right? Like that's what it means. Rapid eye movement. Mm-hmm. So that's like, that's also kind of counterintuitive to what you're saying, right? Like that's. Well, I mean, as far as like burning energy goes, yeah, well, I don't know. That's probably like the least amount I you guess, could yeah. use yeah. is the twitching of your eyes. So. But I'm saying dreaming could be the same, right? Because it's just your brain. Again, we don't even know what happens. No, no, no I, say, I, I don't know I, what happens. I'm just saying dreaming. that. Look, you wake up from a dream sometimes, and you feel totally unrested. I do, anyways. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, if I have like a serious dream that causes me like anxiety when I wake up I feel like I haven't even slept a wink yeah I felt that before too yeah. uh, you know sometimes you have a dream that's so bad that you don't even want to go back to sleep right so the worst know. are the winning dreams I actually would prefer bad dreams because at least you wake up and you're like oh I have a lot of dreams where I win like tons of cash yeah those are terrible dreams to wake up from you have like an unlimited uh bag of weed or something yeah and then you, you wake up, up and you're like fuck you don't have any weed do you think you experience everything you observe do you think you experience everything you observe do you think it's possible things happen in the day and like I, his example was uh your clothing the second you say yeah i can feel my i'm experiencing these clothes on me but there's you, you are constantly being held by your clothes, you know, but you don't think about it. What else happens in a day or is everything like, you know, exactly what happened to Simon every day of his life? I don't even understand what your question is. Okay. I'm sorry. Um, well, that's bound to happen in uh, a discussion about consciousness. But the problem is that this was like a, this wasn't even, I mean, first of all, Joe was just pushing back on everything. Like, Joe wasn't having pretty much anything this guy was saying. That's what you have to do with this pan-physicist types. No, you (laughs) could, you could... um, I mean, you could at least... Yes, and him, instead of no... I mean, first of all, this guy's just... Well, here's the weird thing is, this guy's talking from a philosophy... I mean, this is what I got out of it, that he was talking from a philosophical standpoint. 100%. It's pure philosophy. That's it. And Joe was shitting all over all of it, whereas, like, that's not really the idea behind philosophy, right? Is you're just trying to play out different things, and Joe was, like, just really having none of it. Yeah. Dog. But, but again, there's no scientist that can quantify consciousness because they so that's separated. how you have because they separate isn't that so interesting it's so right? interesting the guy makes the rule so that consciousness can't come into the conversation galileo yeah yeah just forget that I, and that's so human right like here's something we don't understand that's obviously there it's too much work we to would have to call it unpack. magic and instead we'll just ignore it completely well, what about animals, Simon? Do you think animals are conscious? Do you think they have a consciousness? I mean, I would have to think that at, on some level they do, but the same way that like 
there's probably a difference between human consciousness and animal consciousness. Well, there has to be, of course. But like you know, like it feels yeah, like that's what you think you would think, but who our knows? consciousness is actually a thing that is just like um, uh, when you're on a T bar. Well, if that was the <laughs> you're on a T bar, what do you just, you just connected? You could leave consciousness when you die or whatever. But do you think consciousness is the thing that like separates human beings from the rest of the animals? Well. Meaning that, like, our consciousness is what kind of pushes us to be... Assuming consciousness exists and assuming animals don't have consciousness, right? About this thing we, we don't know. Uh, speaking of animals, dogs roll and shit, I think, to get closer to prey. Yeah, I think they do it do, to mask you know their I mean? scent. Like, Chico like does shit. it. Yeah. Really? If there's been, like, a... You That's can, disgusting. You can tell... Well, not... It's, no, I've, I've, I've been around other dogs that do it, but, like... With a lot of fur and like he does, it's not always in shit, but you'll definitely see him pick a patch of grass where like either something's gone on there clearly, and it's like it's and like he putting just on starts, the, what's the suit that uh, what the cloaking device? No, the ghillie suit. Oh, the ghillie suit. Yeah, ghillie, it's a dog's version yeah. of doing that, so it can get close to prey. That's what I think it is. It's just funny though the dogs after all this time. You know what I mean? Like when was the last time a Chihuahua hunted? It's so crazy to think that. Like we domesticated dogs. Yeah, there were these wolves that were smart enough to come, or or desperate it, it enough. It was a beneficial relationship, right? To come and need the food, and and it. And, and who thought they'd end up in party hats? And <laughs> like it's crazy. It's crazy. Would you have a problem moving into a house where someone was killed in, or someone died in? Yeah, I wouldn't like that. Why? Killed or died in? Died in. Killed, a bit different. I wouldn't like it. Died is different, I it guess. Is, it is definitely different. I, I still, I don't know. I just, I believe in ghosts, so I don't like uh, well, the that, idea of that'd be the being, consciousness of the house. The, yeah, the I house holds on object. to So some, objects can hold memories or some sort of. Well, I, this is an interesting. I want to ask you guys this. Uh, maybe you're, maybe as a ghost, you're trapped. Like maybe it's not holding memories, but imprisoning memory. You, but, you know what I'm saying? And that thing is still conscious. Well, I want to ask you guys this because I, so my, my grandfather died at home and my mom's best friend recently passed away at home as well. At like, you know, he wasn't even 60. Um, and I always said to Mary, I was like, if I have the money and the means, like, obviously if I can, I'd rather die at home. But then I was thinking about it because I asked my grandmother, I was like, does it, does it fuck you up that obviously I didn't use that language, but I was like, does it fuck you up that you still live in the house that that your husband, you know, died in. Like the, you know, I think she got a new bed. Who knows? That she had the heart attack there, the stroke or whatever it was. Well, I mean, he had Alzheimer's and yeah, and his kidneys, whatever failed. But yeah. Not in a hospital, in the actual house. Precisely. And, you know, and it's interesting because uh, Craig, who is the husband of my mom's best friend, he he was like, I I do kind of have a problem with it. He's like, I do, I live, like, you know, I live in the house. I look, every day I know that that this is where, you know, he met his end. And I was, because it fucks me up. Like, I'm like, yeah, there's a part of me now that's what like. What did your grandmother say? Um, I don't think it fucked her up as much. I think she was, I mean, again, everyone deals with it different, right? But it makes me think, like, what do, do I want to burden someone with that? Like, especially if you end up living in what the same if, house. Yeah, for, well, this is it. what if it's born in this house and I'll die in this house? I, I, there's something romantic about that. I mean, this is the thing. My grandfather, like, you know, they live in a condo that they've been in for less than 10 years. So it's not like there was any, like, she could move out tomorrow if she wants. What about buried in the backyard? 
That's, Which is illegal. That's a little intense. Yeah, buried in the backyard's the backyard. fucked up. Because then some, that's someone else's problem down the road. <laughs> and that's a problem with your consciousness dealing with that. You know? I mean, maybe if you own, like, acres up in the woods, you could, you know. Yeah, if you have a Yellowstone situation, you can, like, pull a plot, right? But even then, you, you said you can't do that. You can't be buried on private land. Is that true? I don't think you can bury. I think you can bury a dog maybe in your backyard. I don't even think you can bury a dog in the backyard. I the craziest is that, that you can't be. Because some other animal, is, it's uh, probably going to come dig it up and have a whole kettle You can worms. get your dog cremated and then bury the ashes. But you could not cremate your own dog in your driveway. No, you could not cremate your own dog. Is that true? What is the world we live in? I don't know. I don't know if that's true. You might be able to cremate your own dog. In your laneway? I bet your neighbors would love I mean, that smell. You probably over the don't want to do it in your laneway. but Burnt Oh, hair. Simon's cremating another dog <laughs> in the laneway. So the story of science is pure math. I had a brother-in-law. Yeah. He's not my brother-in-law anymore. But um, when it was time for him to put his dog down, mm-hmm. he chose to shoot it. Jesus Christ. And I was like, that's insane. That's old yellow. He just felt better about like taking care of it himself. That's man shit. Old yeller. Meanwhile, I put my dog down like bawling my eyes. <laughs> this guy's out in the woods fucking. Someone else put your dog down you're bawling dog. You know what's fucked yeah. up? I think about it weekly. At least once a week. About me putting my dog down? Yeah. No, about about the fact that I will oh. one day most likely have to it fucks me up. Well, he might outlive you, you never know. Oh, that'd be great. You'll know. They get they, they they tell you. What do you mean? Uh, I, I've just seen animals die and like they they start acting differently. Oh no, I know. I'm just saying it's it, very rare. They just suddenly. I mean, if they got hit by a car or something. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's tough. They'll know. Some they'll start shitting not where there's like, and and it's old age and stuff. They tell you. Um, do you start with the dog whisper over here? I've I've seen cats die and dogs you, die. You cats, had, you've had a lot of dogs. Cats don't. Cats just disappear. They stop eating. You know what I mean? That's yeah. where you know there's something wrong and then they get really thin. And anyways, it's sad. Um, do you start with matter to find consciousness or consciousness to find matter? I don't even know. I did like, these are all, that's where, that's where all these conversations kind of get lost. Cause like, unless you're a physicist, like I don't even understand fucking matter. So I can't even, can't even join in this conversation. Like the whole big bang shit. Like we're all from, yeah, sure. There are so many things in this world that I just take for granted, I guess. Everything. Um, we take everything for granted. You're made of cells. You're made of yeah. the same what thing is that? that this what does table that mean? is made of. A cell can exist here and here at the same time. So if you're made of cells, then can't you do the same thing? Like, And isn't that an interesting one, right? Like, scientists are willing to say, okay, we're all made of cells. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But... Um, and we know that a cell can be here and here at the same time based on... No, that's um, not cell. Quantum no, entanglement. that's a particle. That's a particle. <laughs> well, okay, fine. We're all made of cells. Cells are made of particles. Many particles. Okay, sure. The same logic would apply. No, because I don't think a cell can be... If a cell's somewhere, it's somewhere. It's not it can be somewhere and somewhere else at the same time. I think that's just particles. But we're too stupid to know, so... It's but extractable. What you're saying is extractable. Everything though. is made of the particles. Okay, but that okay. Look, so you're made of particles. Does that mean you can be here and somewhere else? The, theoretically, yes, you can. Right by that logic, 
Yes, 100%. you can. You can be here and there at the same time. Okay. But okay, sure. The scientist, the one studying that quantum mechanics, because of whatever laws were implemented by fucking Galileo, say no, that that is impossible. The the science seems like it would be right, but that can't possibly be the case. I mean again, the 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 consciousness thing to me le- always leads me back to the simulation. Always. And the math, the fact that the whole world, the fact that the universe, that everything boils down to math, the fact that you can find weird fucking math in our DNA, the fact that they found code like mixed in with all sorts simulation. But by that same logic, sure. I think you could say um, manipulation by aliens in the past. Same kind of idea. You know what? Why not? I mean, listen, if it's a simulation, anything could have happened in the past. No, no, but it doesn't have to be a simulation. It could just be, you know, they altered our kind of genome to make us what they wanted to. And here we are. That doesn't explain what consciousness is, though. No, but that would explain, like, why there's these weird little, like you're saying, numbers. And, you you know, that doesn't have to be a simulation. It could be... But I like it to be in mine, mine. That's like your Bigfoot shit. I am inserting my thing where it is best insertable, which is right here in the vagina of consciousness. I choose to believe that consciousness is like uh, we all go in, you know, when we're done. Yeah. We go back into the whatever, mm-hmm. the big stream. And uh, We're always in consciousness. Well, this is a question I was going to ask. Well, energy can either be um, created or destroyed. So maybe that just ends up being consciousness. Like I don't know if it gets destroyed. I don't think if nothing gets destroyed, it just changes state. That's what I'm saying. So you're changing state. Like after you die, you're changing back into the same way. Like a uh, like nothing can be created. Something or would turn into a gas. We're turning back into particles. Okay. Well, I don't know. This is who fucking knows. Yeah. Every pixel in a brain scan is 5 million neurons. Yeah. Again, like I can't even, I don't know what, you know, look at a brain. Yeah, I get it. I know what a pixel is. Yeah. Like, but I don't know what a fucking neuron is either. Like 5 million neurons sounds like a circuit that it'll take us a million years to invent. Yeah. So there's so many things firing. It's, uh, and we know nothing about it. See, this is also why it runs everything. This is where I like the simulation because it's like a fail safe, right? You cannot figure this out. It's going to be more than that. You know, what really sells me on the simulation go on is like um, the earth is here and the sun is here and the moon is here and without all and the planets and without all of those things being exactly like to the. To the to the inch. Like think about Kamar the other day. He was. Uh, he we was, could be a, a a cold rock in space, and nobody ever survives like that. Well, think about it. Last week, Kamar asked about why we have winter. He was like, "It's because of the angle, right? That we're just slightly off kilter." So, like, that's all you need for us to be an, a totally iced over. If if we were like a mile that way, yeah, we would fucked. burn to death. And if we were a mile that way, yeah. we would freeze to death. Yeah, but and, it's all just right. And we're spinning. Yeah. All the time at like, not not at like 60 or 100 miles an hour at like. No, no, right now we're moving. We are cooking it. We're cooking so it through fast. space right now. Yeah. 
all flying. around things are happening yeah. and you don't feel a goddamn yeah. thing. It's actually what keeps us grounded. The fact that we're spinning so far, right? All of these things are yeah, happening, yeah. but me reading your mind, that's impossible. Uh-huh. But this is how fucked up we are as a species. Like we will blindly accept the most insane information and close our minds to like, if I told you, Matt, um, I can read your mind. Mm -hmm. I'd say, get out, Simon. That exists. And at the same time, everything we just talked about, the spinning and the moving and being exactly in the right position, like which thing is more likely to happen? I mean, I don't know. I mean, again, probably me reading your mind. Like that seems more. But hold on. If you think about the universe, it's like the infinite monkeys typing, right? Like if you literally think about the universe, it's just a, a numbers game. There's X amount of galaxies, X amount of planets in those galaxies. It's just going to take the one, right? I mean, again, I mean, to me, I totally understand at that point how somebody is like, no, I think it's more likely that God did this or something made this. then this all happened by like happenstance. And if that's the case, I guess the, you know, I was going to say there, how many earth type planets really are there, but it's the universe is endless. So there would, and again, like (laughs) when you you can't explain something, right. Uh, we, (laughs) We don't know what the fuck is going on out there. No. Just say it's endless mm-hmm. because nobody can question that. And yeah, no one could ever prove you wrong right now. Yeah. Uh, uh, just, but again, what's the edge of the universe? Like, what does that look like? Does it drop off? Do you fall off? Is it just dark and there's absolutely nothing? Because that's more stuff, right? What do you mean the edge of the universe? I'm saying if it, let's say there was an edge of the universe, right? Yeah. What does that look like? Is oh, my question. it's just black. But yeah. you can continue on. So there's no edge of the universe, right? Like there's no border there of no, but you run out of like you won't be going towards anything. It'll just be towards nothingness. I understand, but the then void. but even that is still the void itself is still the universe, is it not? It would be us that would put the border saying, "All right, right here where these planets are is the edge of the universe." Yeah, like there would be no reason for you to go any further. I understand. If, if the only reason is to find new. I understand, but we don't say this is like where the Pacific Ocean ends is where another ocean. Have you ever seen where two oceans hit each other? Uh, no. It's pretty amazing. No, that's usually where a sea meets an ocean. That's a, uh, sure. Where but I know what you mean. Of water yes, where it's like dark like water and like and fresh blue water. water. Yeah. yeah, it's very interesting. Sorry, Kamar, go ahead. Uh, so he suggests that physics tells you what matter does. And matter is what consciousness does. Oh, see, I hate, I hate these little fucking is tongue twisters. Consciousness does. Like, again, this was what this whole episode was, man. The phone a is a phone because you nonsense. see a phone, but it... it, it it really is just particles. Everything yeah, is just particles. I don't believe that. I'm going to just throw that out there. I don't believe <laughs> I that. I don't believe that. I do not believe that. Okay. Can you explain? I do not believe that we are made up of tiny little particles. I'm not. I'm an. I'm a denier. Okay. You're a particle denier. I'm a particle denier. <laughs> Can Perfect. you explain red without using another color? No, no. Can you explain? Yes. Could you explain color, period? To a blind person. I can explain red without using another color. Okay, go on. That is the color of anger. But if you're blind, you see a color when you're... 
when they say black, black, that is that color. Huh? If you're blind yeah. and you say to me, it's the color of anger, would I not say then? But I mean, you don't know what black is either. So there's no like. I mean, uh, who's talking about a blind person? Okay, fine. Well, who are you explaining red to? Because everyone you. else would know what red is. Oh, I see. That was actually the most the most interesting part of this episode is when he spoke about the guy who's a colorist. And colorblind. Like one of the most talented a colorists. colorist? Yeah, so like in photos, movies and stuff. I mean, I don't know what exactly this guy does. I assume it's in some sort of photo or print work, maybe television. There's colorists. People at that what? Well, you change, you, you, you up the hue or the level. Like there's always color correction in everything they shoot. Okay. Everything ever shot that's in gotcha. movie or TV gotcha, gotcha. has a... That's yeah. what it's called, a colorist? I mean, I'm probably getting the name wrong, but I don't think I am. Okay. He goes on to then say there's either three schools you can be in. Consciousness is explained from matter. Matter explains consciousness, or they have nothing to do with each other. Which again, like why even have this... Con- it's such a... Be- because, like he said, it got separated when... Yeah, when Galileo. And maybe had we... Uh, Take it seriously, we'd be further along. I, I still don't know how, like with the rudimentary stuff we have, but it's, it's really a weird thing, obviously. Maybe what the is only a way to, a colorist is somebody who deals in colors. Um, <laughs> it is. Awesome. The, what were you just saying? He said the matter, oh, say it again, Kamar. I'm going to Consciousness it. is explained from matter. So something exists, that's why there's consciousness, or... Matter explains consciousness. No, that wasn't the last thing you said, though. They have nothing to do with each other. But not really, because other things without consciousness are made of matter, right? Well, we don't even know if things don't have consciousness. Because just we, back to the house with someone's murdered in it. There's, there's something about that. There's something in you that's. No, but that's by our something. consciousness making that up. Exactly. What do you mean? Okay, if I go into a room, exactly if I go into a room where someone was killed. Up. And Kamar knows someone was killed in there, and I don't. <coughs> Excuse me. It's more likely that Kamar has like a weird vibe in there than me. You know what I mean? Like if you just blind tested 50 well, groups of two people. I, I understand what you're saying. No, but it's like, uh, you know, when people say they feel like somebody's watching them. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's maybe again, that's like, you know, when you were, when we were pre- prehistoric man we, mm-hmm. we had to be cognizant of creatures sure, but that doesn't mean that us, but that know? doesn't mean that the table the room or the bed has consciousness based on what's happened in there no i'm just saying that like uh, something holding memory doesn't have to be because of you it could be because it just holds memory okay but let me give you an example like if we took someone to auschwitz well, knowing i, I thought well, that was an example knowing what they used. know yeah. right that's probably someone who's going to be like especially if you brought a Jew there, they might feel a great deal of like, but hold on, but you might take them to a random field in Poland and they might be like, yeah, it's just a random field. And then you could explain like, oh. Not know that there was a killing Or maybe they go to the field and they feel something weird and then you Maybe they do, sure. But I'm just saying it's- those things are possible. Yes, but I'm saying it's more likely that without you knowing- Okay, yeah, you're going to be influenced by knowing. Precisely. Like what I'm saying is we right now could be standing on somewhere where the natives had like a fucking huge battle. None of us really have like a weird- Well, it's placebo. It's the same idea. Precisely. That's Yeah, I think you're working for- But again- 
me here. Well, no, I just think that mm. you're going to have plenty of people who get these weird feelings and they're for real and they don't know why they got them. And then okay. you just don't, we don't know what happened there. We're able to explain what happened at Auschwitz. So we're not sure about free will. Uh, in which way? Well, is there a free will or there is no free will? Mm-hmm. And then in that case, then what is driving the truck? Well, yeah. but you, like you always ask, what, where did that thought come from? Right? So that explains that there can't be free will. If you, right? There, there can't, if, if there is no free will, then there's consciousness. I mean, this is proving or disproving there's consciousness once and for all would be the goal of the pan physicist, right? Which I guess you wouldn't want to do because you put yourself out of work. But listen to the conversation we're even having. We're not smart enough to. Oh, no. But we are smart because it's conscious. We are experts in consciousness as we're conscious. Everybody is the same expert in consciousness because nobody knows what the fuck they're talking about. It's like saying I'm an expert in aliens. What is deciding right and wrong? As we know, like, you know, the the discussion about, well, what it's right for me, but wrong for you. You know what I mean? I mean, that goes back to Sam Harris's argument against free will. Uh, but that would that would support consciousness. What is his argument where you can go and kill somebody? What do you mean? Well, I can take my hands right now and choke you to death. So um, his I, argument I, there I is simple. Yeah, his argument is well, it's pretty simple. Not in that one, I believe. It's that you could do that, but you won't because you were raised in a certain way. You've had these life experiences that has made you to where theoretically you could kill me, but you absolutely will not. Right. Does that make sense? No. Cause I could kill you. Like I, I probably won't. You're right. Because I'm a good guy and you haven't done anything bad to me. But that's the point is all your life experiences to this point have led you to the point where you don't have the free will to kill me. You couldn't bring yourself to do it. Okay, well, let's take some... But but does that make more sense? No. Okay. Okay. I'm just trying to... Let's take something simpler. I could spit on you right now. Yeah. Okay? I could do that. I could just decide right now to spit on you. Okay. And you could say, no, you're not going to do that Mm -hmm. for the exact same reasons. Mm -hmm. But because the consequences are a lot worse, just to prove you wrong, I could spit on you. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, fucking free will, dude. There's, There's no doubt about that there. Like I could, I could pinch you right now. I could, I could. Simon, smack again, you. I've said this to you. This is like winds of change with me. I at least listened to it. You haven't read. It's you could probably breeze through his book in less than an hour. It's like forty pages. Who? What? Sam Harris, Free Will. I just suggest listening to it, even if you disagree with it wholeheartedly. It's a cheap pickup. You can get it paperback for like probably five or ten bucks. Maybe I'll get it for you for Christmas. It's at least worth checking well, out. Well, does he answer that question? He will probably help better than I will articulate it. That's for sure. Because I read the book, but I I always do a piss, piss, piss right? more like, job. Right, because murder. I get it. Too, I get it. Murder has heavy consequences. Dire, yes. Right? But again, sitting here, you're not going to spit on me. Even to prove the point, I don't I think. I know, but take, then. Take, she, no, don't he would have. He would have. <laughs> I, I, I would have. Absolutely. No, didn't. Absolutely, I would have. But, but the forget, thing is, but he didn't. Forget spitting. So there is like, no free will. I could pinch you. Let's just do pinching. Okay. Okay? It's not nice for me to pinch you. Your consciousness tells you not to pinch him, not to spit on him. But I think, again, on these low level, like, I don't think he's saying, like, in general, I think he's like, yeah, you have free will in the sense that when you go to Starbucks, 
you can choose a grande or a whatever the like is not grande. I don't, I've never been to but Starbucks. But that choice is really actually made for you by where you live and all of these things. No, I think on uh, what he's saying is like on those on those levels, you you do have some level of free will, I guess, right? Like you can choose between this business or that business. You can, I don't know. So free will exists. I, Read you, the fucking yeah, book. I will. I will. I won't, but buy it for me. Maybe I will. You just said you won't, so I'm clearly not even going to waste my hard-earned money on you fucking... if I had it. I'm not going to buy it. Let's put it that way. This guy probably has 35 audible credits that he's not even aware of just sitting there. I I, I think it's more he doesn't want to have to jump off that... Uh, listen, I'm, I agree that Simon will listen to it and be like, this is hogwash, horseshit, whatever you want to call it. But I still think it's worth... Oh, it's this, is, this is what I was going to say. Maybe the way to understand consciousness has to do with um, taking psychedelics to figure it out. And until everybody can do that then we'll never truly understand. It's funny because... That's I, the only way to tap in. But I feel like that muddies the waters. I feel like when you do those trips, you don't... You feel like you come back like maybe more clear, but you don't... It's not like you know why. Does that make sense? Well, we've maybe never... Maybe with the shrink, We've never maybe. done DMT. No. But I know a lot of people say like, this makes me feel better about death because it sure. has put me in a place where I see I can go that exists. My point though was, Kamar, you've done DMT. Do you have a better grasp on what consciousness is because of it? My assumption is no. I could be wrong though. I mean, it's not like I had a grasp prior, and like I believe, sort of like um, the thought that like you and there's life, right, mm-hmm. are two different things, but they're the same. The only people who think about con- consciousness are these pen pen theorists guys mm-hmm. or whatever they're called. Maybe if it had been like a a scientific area of study that we decided needed to be solved and they had just poured tons of resource into it, maybe we would be a lot farther. Well, he echoed the point of Brett Weinstein often makes in that there hasn't been a major discovery in physics since the 70s. Mm -hmm. There hasn't been any discoveries in consciousness ever. No. Physics feels to me like it's... um, it's a convenient way they figured out to explain something that has no explanation like consciousness, you know, but they've in this particular case, they've managed to put this framework of equations around it and it's made it stomach or um, palatable for people. Whereas consciousness is just, the same thing, but without said framework and, and had 20 years ago, they made up some equation for consciousness. People would just kind of accept that now. Also, it probably wouldn't be right because maybe humans were just never meant to, like you said, maybe it's a thing built into the system and maybe it's not even a, um, fail simulation. No, it is a fail safe, but it's not a simulation fail safe, but, uh, human being fail safe Mm -hmm. that we can just never it is possible that humans are the computer like we are the system well he suggested that the brain we have fail safes like what were we talking about a couple of weeks ago Uh, there's something that's built into us that seems like it's one of those um you don't remember no anyways dna 
No, it was maybe it was a sex thing or. And I remember we were talking. Uh, it doesn't I don't remember. He suggested that the brain is the hardware and consciousness is the software. Brain is the hardware and consciousness is the software. I mean, that would kind of make sense, right? Because, you know, when you see somebody who's gone brain dead. Yeah, we were talking about that earlier. Yeah. yeah. It's like your coma. It's your comma, rather. It's uh, So in that case, then the matter makes consciousness. But then my question right? again is, where did that go? When it leaves you, where does it go? And when it when you're in a comma, if it exists, when Matt was in his comma, and let's say he really was okay, and your consciousness went out, and it went somewhere, but then it came back to you. So, but again, then isn't consciousness also tied in with memory? Because couldn't you argue experience? that? Couldn't you argue that my consciousness was awake and alive, but I just don't remember? Like again, I've been conscious for thirty eight years. I know that because I'm still alive, but I can't remember even two thirds of it. Right? Are you conscious when you sleep? Well, this is a good again. Yeah, this is another the, question, right? Like, this is why. Like, what is memory, consciousness? But I, I think one of the best words he uses is experience. Every the experience is down. You know what I mean? They make uh, decisions based on experience. Like, where is that stored? What is that drawn from? What is it? It makes the decisions. Well, if every experience is just a, like it goes into your brain and it's a, you get a receipt for it. Yeah. That's the memory. Yeah. Then what's the difference between um, your consciousness and your dreams, you know? Like, so you dream at night. I I realize something in my dream. I I. I'm a been a bad person or whatever it is. You know, sometimes you have these epiphanies. Why is that any different? I have the receipt for it. That's I mean, the even then though, like, so what's, so what's the difference between, but again, what's dementia sleeping and being awake? Like at that point, if you have dementia, Some sort of deterioration of, uh, of consciousness the, though. Cause that's my question. Like you remember, cause you're remembering like, you know, like my fucking grandfather and my, and his sister both had terrible dementia. Like at towards the end, his sister, she only like, Everything was about like the forties. Well, maybe, dem- what, you know what I mean? Maybe dementia isn't your brain going bad. It's not the hardware or it's not the software, but the hardware, you know? Sure. Like if the computer breaks, then the heart, the software can't work. And vice versa. But either way, I think how much more do you have there? Come Oh, we could go on all day. It's conscious. Um, That's a really cool. I I like that a lot, though. The hardware and the software that really makes yeah. sense. He to made me, right? uh, he made you know like a not a dire prediction, but if it finds out, consciousness say it's the secret sauce or whatever. You know what I mean? And we but we get to a point where we start uploading our brains, and we think we got it all figured out, but it's that which we can't explain is. Everything that makes it, and then all of a sudden we're just files. Or, or Neuralink. What if Neuralink like um, fucks with the way human beings are supposed to be? So you're able to tie into like this oneness, and the Neuralink actually is like a neuro blocker, uh, a soul blocker, or something. You know? I don't know if um, this. Uh, or what if the uh, vaccine was. <coughs> Will oh, resonate bum, with you guys, bum, but he was bum, talking about bum. different levels of consciousness and like, and sort of use the example of being in an explosion or seeing an explosion. It's sort of the same experience, you know what I mean? But it's different. Mm-hmm. And so there's okay. subconscious. Uh, all the, these are sort of 
details that sort of display it exists. Now, there's different levels of this thing you can't explain. Do you think a baby in the womb has thoughts? Like, I wonder what my parents are going to be like. I have no idea, but we know that a giraffe baby has, uh, it's learning things in the womb. So that's consciousness. It's coming out already. So that's proof of consciousness. I mean, Case closed. I don't know what that is, man. Maybe that, like, if an animal doesn't have consciousness, then that's just like uh, instinct, right? It's but what's the difference? I, I don't know. I mean, triangle. Again. You know, it's just another <laughs> word we've made. Those two things could be exactly the same. No, I'm being serious. I know you are. That, like triangle experience and consciousness. Uh, they're do, all they're all you, just words. It's all just. Uh, untangible thing that we have no word for which is god and like reflecting right. reflecting on um something that happens to you you have to yeah. think about for it to be experience yeah oh i almost saw that car hit the car today like you, ha you have it has to happen Stay here. and then at some point you have to think about what happened for you to put in your banks where's mm -hmm. that happening as you worry about breathing and getting dinner and all this other stuff. Um, I think he was saying, though, it's so important to not Chico. dismiss consciousness like uh, Galileo did mm -hmm. for that example of uploading the brain or whatever. And Hold just... on. Hey, hey, come here. Sorry, Enough. guys. Chico clearly wants to make his appearance on the podcast. It's very rare. You done? Come here. I mean, it really is just all such a mystery, right? Thinking of someone and they call. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, there are so many things about humans. The, just the idea of like you can feel somebody looking at you. I mean, again, though, the thing like the thinking of someone and then they call, you only. It's like no, losing no, it's, in it, poker, it, right? Like you remember the hands you lose. It's the same way. There's a hundred times a day where you think about someone and nothing happens. They're fine. They don't call. No one emails or texts. You just don't register those because. That's how life works. But when it happens, you're like, oh, wow, that was... Totally, and it's really easy to look at everything like a numbers game like that. Or you could look at it like, sure. I thought about that person and they called. Sure. I just, it's impossible to... It is, you're right. It yeah. may be a thing. It may be, it yeah. Just, it, a scientist will tell you no, because that's what they do. Because Galileo told them to. That, no, but that's pretty much what science is, right? Like it's a set of rules that people have agreed upon and they may be right and they may be wrong. Well, science is a method. That's all it is. Um, okay. There's, well, too many, it is. there's too many distractions in life for people to actually care. For About consciousness. Some, for this to be some sort of ground. And it's so complex. Well, and that's why maybe that's where the psychedelics come in. Is that you never give this the adequate thought that it needs because there's too many distractions well, but psychedelics is a very good example for consciousness because what is changing what is being manipulated for those things to happen but um and then he contended that consciousness was not discovered well it couldn't be discovered right if it's always been there exactly well what came first the chicken or the egg it's the Age old well, that, that, that's it. And uh, I mean, hats off to this guy for making a living doing this. But uh, I was thinking like AI, like the metaverses and stuff, like 
maybe we'll stumble upon and build consciousness not even knowing. You know what I mean? And who knows what it does to us. Because we have consciousness, we could maybe one day, a million years from now, two days from now, whatever, make it. End up building it. What does that mean exactly? Like, those are just, that doesn't, that's, do you see what I'm saying? End up building consciousness? Yeah, he said, maybe well, what it means AI. Is, yeah, what he means is that AI could figure out through, like, mapping the brain exactly where consciousness lives. What it is. What it is. If it's, fi- if it's like a firing of the neurons, if it's this, that, or the next. And then it figures out, oh, this is exactly, this is tit for tat, cut and dry. This is consciousness. And I can recreate this. Or yeah. I can't. Or, I mean, maybe. Or maybe AI is maybe limited by the fact that it's built by man. So in the end, it can only know what man thinks to be true. Maybe. AI isn't going to account for, let's just call it magic, which is that unexplained. Or maybe it does. I don't understand. I don't know how AI but works. But after listening to this episode... You don't think consciousness exists or you think consciousness exists? Oh, no. I think it exists 1,000%. I think... Outside of the brain. I got to be honest. After listening to this episode, I care at least 75% less about consciousness. This episode was trash. What I think, though, is that the conversation needs to be brought totally outside of... If we're in a box, Mm -hmm. it needs to be put into a triangle. You and the triangle's heavy. A circle, whatever. (laughs) Sure, sure. We are obviously... Looking at this totally wrong. <coughs> Aliens. We're done. Time to rate, rate it. it. I give it a 1.5. And normally I would love a consciousness great, talk. This this pan flutist. Yeah, great com, great potential for conversation. Yeah, but this guy did dud. nothing but big muddy dud. the waters more. Big dud. I thought it was interesting, but I think the water the waters are just muddy. I also think Joe's pushback. One and a half. Joe's pushing back so much didn't help either. That's another thing. No, I get what he was trying to do because some of the things this guy was saying, it's like like when a physicist says things are in two places at once. You have to push back because our tiny brains just can't understand that. Can I also say this? I think think that now Joe is at a position where... I don't know. How would I say that? Maybe he's liking the smell of his farts too much. Like... Nor old Joe would have come into this way more open-minded, but now because he has so many smart people on, he feels like through osmosis. And again, Joe reads a lot. He's not a dumb guy. I'm not saying that, but you know, this guy's obviously like, I don't know. What did he say? He went to Oxford or Cambridge. Like you don't just walk in there. This guy's obviously fucking smart. And Joe just wasn't having any of it. And again, it felt like he wasn't having it. Cause he was like, no, I read, I'm smart you know, saying all the, the key, I don't know, fucking like Joe was just dropping all this, like I'm smart knowledge on this guy. And he's like, yeah, yeah but you're thinking about it from like the wrong way. I don't know. I, I, I truly believe this. I think that something like consciousness comes closer to magic than it does to physics. Okay. And Joe cannot get on board gotcha. with anything. Yeah that comes closer to magic than physics. And I'm not being, um, I'm really not being facetious here I when it. I say magic. I just mean like... You, the unexplainable. And and probably a million miles away from math. Mm-hmm. Like when we had to, when we end up figuring out what the fuck this is. You know, is. you talk with your hands a lot too, I just noticed. I do, don't know. <laughs> well, he was talking with his hands. You were. I was thinking to myself, oh my God. I wonder how much I talk with my hands. Simon <laughs> listens with his hands. 
All right, come on, name and a number. 1740 Jocko will I need things to throw. <laughs> Jocko. Jocko. Soldier, author, podcaster, apparel, or apparel magnet to be. Can I just get this out of the way right away? I found it comical. Like, I was laughing at the fact that Jocko was talking about American um, manufacturing. And he's like, we care so much about the environment. He's like, hunters, they don't, hunters. he's like, no, no, no. He was talking about in general, America. He was like, America has all these, these things in place where we protect the environment. And I was like, dude, you were in the military, probably the single biggest polluter on the face of this earth. But not in America. They pollute in other countries. That doesn't make, well, so no, what do we care? But hold on. True. Then what do we care if China pollutes in China? Shouldn't that be the same logic? Uh, yeah, I guess it's a smoke stream, but I thought it, it's true. Like, um, Listen, I agree with him. They should bring manufacturing back to North America, 100%. Yes. I agree with that. But his his logic of like the environment, come on, buddy. First of all, I American he, companies I, moved all their shit over there so they could rape and pillage I the he environment. Was specifically talking about hunters because that's where they were talking about him and Peter Tia are starting a new apparel line for hunters. Yeah, I get it. And I thought that's all he was talking about. I just wanted to point out that I found it. it I find some of these these ones are interesting because they don't really realize that they're, I don't know. Sometimes they're countering their own it's arguments the on other planet. things. Well, uh, yeah, like, we, I don't know. But I agree with them. 100%. They should bring manufacturing back to North America. We should build stuff here. Well, or even here. Yeah. I mean, I think Joe got it wrong when Joe was like, if there's a $1,200 iPhone made in China and a $1,400 iPhone or $1,600 iPhone here, I'll take the 16. I was like, Joe, I don't think you realize that it's $1,200 over there. It'll be $3,600 if it's made over here. But it is all bizarro world in that like um, we'll spend more in Canada's situation, but, you know, take raw materials. Who knows how much it costs to ship them to someplace else. I agree, yeah. And then make something to ship it back. It's it's like the jig is up. What did you find Dude, I don't really know. funny? Sorry, I walked. No, just he was way. talking about how manufacturing. If they, if they bring manufacturing back to the states, it'll be so good for the environment. And I just said I was I was laughing out loud at the fact that I was like, this guy's like a military man. He was in the military forever. Single biggest polluter on the face of the earth, the U.S. military, hands down. But didn't mention that it was just like manufacturing in China. That's what's really polluting the earth. Right, but even our military polluting as much as they do, not ours, the Americans, Yeah, as much as they do around the world, I'm sure is only like a percentage of what China does. I doubt it. Oh, I think you're crazy, man. I think you're, I, I mean, I bet it's comparable. Those are weird metrics to actually explain. Cause I don't think so, because do. they have a military also, which is probably doing the exact same thing. Plus, they have this... Fucking, the but even whole then, place is based on industry that just creates fucking. That's fine, but the argument is a moot point either way because it's American companies that are doing all the polluting over there, by and large, right? Uh, I mean, it's like even Apple. Apple's a good example of like, and Joe, you know, Joe forgets that his show goes out all, on all Apple products. Sure. Well, we can get back to that. Just in China, yeah. Like, let's say you're. Uh, making sneakers let's say you're nike yeah i don't think that you actually even end up with like a nike plant over there you like i get it you listen it, but it's still a chinese company doing it it doesn't so matter yes, but you it's the same you can't argue i mean every, that's a, they're still making their money it's not like nike's just 
in China. I get it. My point though is pollution, hear me out know? though. The Chinese, if they start manufacturing everything in North America again, as opposed to China, the Chinese pollution probably drops 15%, sorry, 50%, right? Mm. Like, cause it's all American companies trying to do things on the cheap. Yes. I, I see what you're saying. Gotcha. Yeah. 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 It's, it's not just, just China. It's, ends up it's here. India, Malaysia, yeah. Oh, yeah. Indonesia. Like we're, you know, we all always... go, go ahead. After this pandemic, I think we all agree that every country should be 100% self-sufficient. Yeah, I think That's we're also... scenario. You know what? We do this funny thing, Kamar. I just said to you, if the Apple iPhone was made in the US, manufactured completely here, it would be more like $3,600. We always do this weird thing. I do this weird thing. They could easily manufacture it here and sell it for the same amount and just cut their profit margin in like three quarters, which again, they would still make a staggering amount of money, but they're absolutely not going and to do 50 that. 50 years ago, I mean, Apple is a bad one because they didn't exist, but... Whatever it was, let, pick it, pick something, uh, a chair. Yeah. They made a chair here. It cost $20. They sold it for $40 to you. <laughs> yeah, now they want to make you the paid, chair for four. You paid that $40 because you needed that chair. Then they started going to China. They made that chair for $5. They sold it to you it. for 15 whatever it is. Not even. They still sell it for 40 Sure. I mean, they don't. They sell it for 20 So in, they still make way more money i'm just saying you would have paid what you would have paid they changed the game yeah they made it cheaper and they started this war of bringing price down you you would have paid it because you needed the chair yeah but my and, point and again it's is the five companies that made the chairs <laughs> in the united states you would they would be able to compete against each other on price but eventually things would level themselves out I mean, the U.S. and Canada, we both have the power to tell every company, listen, you're not selling anything that isn't made in this country. The government does, you mean? That's what I said, yeah. Yeah, I know, but you're like, everybody's always saying the government should have less power. I agree. I, I don't we think they should. Give Hold them on. More power? I, didn't, I didn't say they should. I said the governments could easily do that. If they wanted to like wartime type, we're bringing it back because we just, like the chip thing is a great example. Like if your entire infrastructure is built on chips, and they're all made in Singapore. That seems like a big fucking deal. Because it's not um, geographical. No. Listen, Apple... Like chips can only be made in this climate. Apple makes the glass that's on your phone, the ceramic. That's made in the U.S. They then put it on a container, and they ship it to China, where they then attach it to the phones they're making over there, and then they ship it back over. You see, that is just the craziest shit ever. Is that not? Yeah, it's loopy as fuck. But and that that's happens all, all the time. That's all because they don't want the Chinese to understand. No, China doesn't do that. Hmm? China doesn't mine its country for all its raw materials, send them somewhere else, and then it doesn't happen all the time. It happens no, for us, they fucking, all the they trick other countries into letting them take their natural resources so they don't have to do it in their own countries well, I'm sure they wait for countries resources. to go bankrupt they move in and they say hey we'll help you out we'll supply all these jobs you just have to give us all your no they get the massive loans massive here. loans and then yeah we're gonna build whatever. a fucking it's the same fucking yeah thing, we're gonna man. build a mine a whatever yeah i mean again china is the problem but i think they've already won so but you're absolutely right matt if america if north america wanted to they could just say look we're go we're gonna do this differently from now on. Well, if he's, I mean, if, if you want to bring things in from China, there's gonna be a massive tax on it. It's not gonna be worth your while anymore. So start making shit now. You know, if he succeeds, he may be an agent of change. Who? 
Jocko. Um, if he succeeds in making jeans? He's making jeans. He's making boots. He's making hunting apparel. He says he wants to make the phone. He says he wants to make chips. He wants to do everything. Uh, they talked about how China makes movies that are propaganda for pro-China and also like, put the foot on the American movies to make sure they paint China in a good light. Which is funny because Americans are only pissed because they're like, uh, only we make propaganda movies. That's our fucking business. We've never been able to put our foot on. Uh, they've probably done that too, actually. Well, they were writing it. hit songs. <laughs> That's not your thing. Yeah. But like they must think it's a massive influence movies. They're just like, let's just cover our ass and make sure we influence people in movies. To no, get that's our- capitalism <laughs> working against itself. That's China using capitalism against itself because they know they're like, you want to sell this movie to the biggest demographic on earth. And if you're going to sell that movie to this big demographic, you have to cut this out. And capitalism says, well, we have to make the most money. So we got to cut this out. See what I mean? That's capitalism working against itself and China using capitalism basically against because like anyone that boycotts China, they're immediately, there's an issue, right? The NBA tried to do it. China was like, okay, guess what? No more televising well, NBA games and any NBA games. Apparently tennis is going to try to take their shot. Yeah, women's that. tennis. Oh, that's a great stand. Good work, ladies. Uh, well, they go to business or maybe they'll make change. Uh, Frank Grillo is a movie slut. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's in, like, what, Dude, you guys in a movie? I He's got to fire I his agent. I said this two weeks ago. Yeah. It's like whatever C-list fucking but straight this to really DVD proves it because he's in a fucking China propaganda thing. Like it's not even a. And no, but let me ask whatever. you: How would you know? Who's ever filming? Who's ever directing? Huh? My question is like: Let's say how would Frank Grillo know? Yeah, let's say you because I mean this happens all the time too. There's script rewrites, right? You could sign on to a script. Okay, great. I'm Frank Grillo. They're gonna pay me five hundred grand. I'm doing this movie. I've read the script. Seems fine. You show up on the day of. They're like, we've made some tweaks, some changes. The way a movie's shot, too, it's you might not be able to put I mean, it together. I think Frank Grillo should probably figure it out when they offer him like the co-leading man role. <laughs> He's like, oh, fuck, this has got to be a CIA <laughs> op. There's no way I could land this on my own. It's true. But yeah, Frank Grillo is a fucking movie slut, Kamar. He is just out there. Uh, so this was recorded on November 19th, right after the verdict. Yeah. And um, even Jocko was saying, oh, oh, there could be riots going on right now. They uh, did not happen. There were not. Uh, he pointed out that leadership is listening. He says, if he prepares his men, once he goes out, he's not telling people what to do. He's just listening to know that everything's going right. When I get out of the Jeep, all I say is execute, execute, execute. Obviously the opposite of Trump, who just talks. Biden, I don't know. but They're absolutely right when they said if Trump son was hunter by that would have been like the biggest news story it would have ruined him like i agree i also though when joe's like he shares a bank account with his son i'm thinking like well trump and his kids are fucking they're intertwined like probably way worse than or equally as bad as hunter biden but sure. I agree with you. I, I, think I agree with you totally, is, though, though. If they yeah, yeah. are oh. sharing a bank account and Hunter Biden is oh. responsible for doing this shit, then it's pretty safe to say yeah. that. Listen, for sure. If Jocko wanted to take over the Capitol building on January 6th, he'd be president of the United States right now. <laughs> um, I think it would be an interesting podcast if you were to, like, especially uh, certain tweets, the comment sections are pretty crazy. 
I, I you don't look at Twitter, but sometimes just crazy comment sections like they're actually entertaining. Oh yeah, for sure. Do you know what I mean? It's almost like you you could record it as a as a fight or something, or go back and look at discussion and break it down. I, I, sense, I think there's potential there. I sent Simon one the other day. It's this Reddit thread of this guy. I don't know if it's a joke or not, but it's fucking hilarious. This guy's like, I just hit someone in my car um, and I took off. You know, is my insurance going to have to cover this? How do I not? How do I make? Oh, that was his question. He goes, I just hit someone in my car. How do I make them pay? And, you know, the first person's like, well, is it your fault? And he's like, oh, definitely my fault. And he's like, well, then you're at you're at fault and your insurance is going to have to pay. And he was like, no, nah, I left. So, like, how's he going to have to find me? Dude, it's the comment section is fucking hilarious. I think it'd be an interesting podcast. Just pick. Just go pick a, a yeah, tweet with lively comment section or it could be a youtube video like there's certain things it just it, it really is uh genre on to itself do you, do you know what i mean because it's so passive like comments whatever you're allowed to comment but sometimes you go in there you see a thread like 14 like what happened here because there's ones that fall on deaf ears the best too is when you're in like a gangnam style where it's had like 18 billion views and you'll get to like you're like how did a 9-11 debate happen and you're like what like how did this end up just bringing that to light, like it, it is somewhat interesting and hilarious. Yeah. I, I don't know if you you employ a group of people or someone who does different voices to actually to read the. Oh, that'd be interesting. Yeah, yeah. it as a as a play. Um, oh, that'd be hey, that's fucking. I'm taking this out of the podcast. Biden, Pelosi, they're just garbage people. Like Pelosi, do you, do you know what I mean? Like if you want to root for the Democrats, they're not. They're they not make it. it so Biden. They're not hard. It. Pelosi. They're just garbage people. <laughs> Unless you disagree, <laughs> go ahead and de- defend them. No, no, I agree. The weird thing about Nancy Pelosi is I almost I almost respect it in a gross way that like she seems like she's just an old lady not trying to hide it. You know what I mean? Like No, she's, she seems like they don't know what I'm up to. Oh, because there's no way she can think that. Listen, it's not like she has a shell company buying call options and stocks at the right time. She's just out there openly... With her huge fortune, like, but look seen, what I'm buying. Guess seen, what's going up tomorrow, motherfucker. You've seen Veep. Yeah. Or, um, you know, take Veep, House of Cards. Like, these people have to have a certain lack of self-awareness. I guess. And they think. I guess, yeah, they're just above the law that no one's hip to their job. Like, does Joe Biden consciously think, wow, all my work has been recognized finally the leader of america because i just did it like no i think he's constantly just like don't fall don't fall don't fall anyway i wonder man i mean i'd be uber curious to know whether he is self-aware or if he i mean well how about this none of them are self-aware because like they're all still in politics Right, so if your whole idea is like I'm trying to make it better, get some land. I think most of the politicians know they're doing wrong. The question is, are some of them so old and dementia-ridden that they actually are living in a fucking dream world? I mean, what's really crazy is that like any other job in the world, it would be forced retirement at that age in that mental capacity. Like, you know what I mean? They'd be like, they'd be like, Bob, strongly encouraged. Bob, you got to go. You've missed six appointments this week. Like, (laughs) we're sorry. It's interesting how, um, LA is like, whatever people say is done. And I actually heard like some, 
YouTuber, podcasters, whatever, talk about it, and they, everyone concurs that LA is done or just fucked the rules, whatever. I have heard the people that New York is cool again. Like it San depends Francisco. on what, what level you were on. I don't like, know. If, I don't know if you saw the mass robberies in San Francisco last week. Well, San Francisco the story, and then all of a sudden hit San Diego, and everything's fine. It's interesting. Well, it's interesting because San Diego is a huge army base. It's way more Republican. Like, it seems like all the places they're pushing hard in, in uh, being Democratic are, are struggling, you know, like um, New York, uh, L.A., San Francisco, Chicago. Like, it just seems... I mean, it's a weird thing to say, though, because, like, say. those are highly populated places. Yes, so yes. whenever you have a... I mean, seems like this struggle. I mean, the states just doesn't make sense, anyways. You'll have one state that allows uh, marijuana and another that doesn't. Like at least in Canada, they make these rules for the country. You know? Yeah, I mean that seems like that. I mean, I, I yeah. And I know that like you could have a, a store open in Vancouver and closed in Ontario. So I guess that's counter to what I was just saying. There was, uh, again, a reiteration of uh, media criticism, but it's so crazy that they described uh, Larry Elder as a new face as white supremacy. Like, it's almost like a stop. Like, stop. What are we doing here? Right? Yeah. Like, just stop. Like, okay, okay. We're, we're all swaying, push our way, but stop. Like, the fact that they would say that really shows you the lengths that each side will go to to badmouth somebody else. About the, the news should have a warning on it too, especially if it's opinion. Like, do you know when it's like... Um, it's like a cigarette warning? The, like, this no, is not based in fact. expressed in yeah, this. Yeah. Or, like, the news or... If you're choosing to be these news things... Like I, for, I forgot to mention in um, Tim Pool, he said there was a contract where CNN was in the airports. And you got to think that's... That's a certain swath of the population that's flying. They have more than less money, right? Mm -hmm. And sort of it creates a consciousness of people who live and exist around airports, which is a lot of people at the end of the day. If it'll be a positive thing that that stop, I mean, there's going to be another beast, maybe it's MSBC, but just the fact that for so long, so many people, the go-to thing in between flights is like, CNN or Chris Cuomo or whatever. Maybe all these news networks should have to like change their, the name. Like, you know how the WWE was the, it was the world wrestling federation, but then they had to change to world yeah. wrestling yeah. entertainment. So maybe CNN should no longer be able to call themselves news. They should 100%. be like the, um, the entertainment news network. Dis discussion, you know? ne opinions network. Discussion network. Op opinions network. Current, That's great. Current events. And they just make it so that news has to be like CBC or some unbiased. BBC or um, Reuters. If you want to call yourself news, there has to be some no quali quali qualifications that you. But then the problem becomes like, what is said qualification? Because you need people from both sides. You need fact checking. Like the problem is really fact checking because nothing seems to be a fact anymore. Well, ever. no, it, but it's more, it's the, the opinion part of it. Like I want to ask you guys, I forgot to ask the Tim Pool one. Have you, you've never watched Chris Cuomo or Don Lemon? No, no. Have you? I've seen them before, but I don't watch their shows. Is that what you're asking? But the question was, is that just what they think? Is that a script that has been 
put together by a, a think tank or, or whatever? Are they being told? I think it depends on who they are. Like some guys have more pull than others. They're allowed to say more of their opinion where other people have to toe the line more. But is it even their opinion? Or do, are, are they actors saying, like, does Chris Cuomo go home and vote red? Or, or whatever. It, it doesn't matter, but saying there was an earthquake in Venezuela, 1,400 people died. That's the news. That's the news. Or, or whatever, you know what I mean? Without And it would have been better had the uh, government been there, but President Alessandro Varey... But again, then what happens, Kamar, when you say... Um, 1,800 people died of COVID. That's it. Well, that's not the news anymore because what, you know, well, you no, could have fudged the numbers. You could have decided you weren't going to report on certain cases. Well, no, like, but we even fa- we found that out since that like Cuomo lied about a bunch of numbers. And they changed deaths. Like as Jocko said, and you've said before, the first report is not accurate. No, you got to wait like seven days at it ju- least. It just, it just isn't because it's one person's and they don't know everything else. You are never getting all so the, the news should never report breaking news within the first twenty four hours. It should all be like no, no, one day delay. Unconfirmed no, sources <laughs> uh, may believe like there's all these little things they say when it, they call it breaking news. Breaking news should be like you get fined. If you don't actually have a fact or, or whatever. You know how you re- re- reminisce uh, with the Canadian news? Like, for, I feel like you think that the Canadian news is like unbiased, you know, because it's government run. What, when we were kids? No, now. No, it's, I can't listen to the news now. It's trash. It's, it's better than the, the American news, but it's still, it's fucked up. Like, if you watch the political power and politics, it's like, there's agendas here. You know what I mean? I don't know if the best people for the job are there or whatever, or they're no, trying to... Well, there has to be, but that's sure what I'm saying. So covered. it's either going to be a personal agenda or it's going to be a political agenda. Like, it's like... But the ne- problem with the It's not going to be better it's if like it was Net- run by the it's government. It's like Netflix in uh, uh, Kirby in, in... You know the show. Curb. <laughs> the problem with, the, the, problem with the, the CBC thing is like, of course there's an agenda because let's say the uh. CBC... Uh, gets word that uh, a conservative is planning to cut CBC funding by like 50%. Obviously, the CBC then benefits by running any sort of smear to that person. Not get, you know what I mean? That's a weird... And they're supposed to be complete, but they're funded by the government. Yeah. Voice said that at the end of the day, that's the, the catch right too with the CBC. This is what of I course. mean. It's yeah, a catch-22, can't have government, right? Yeah. Like, no, neither is better than the other because at the end of the day, everybody has incentive but for themselves CBC, to do something. In some ways, though, but CBC isn't brought to you by Pfizer or brought to you by General but, Electric. Or but it, it is like... No, it's, it's, it's just not. But they run ads. But the Canadian the government buys drugs off hold all on, of these on, companies, hold on, hold on, hold on, so it hold on, is. Hold on, hold on. But it's illegal in Canada to have drug ads. Do they like, not? The CBC is ads run during the CBC news. Do they not? Yeah, I guess for like medic alert. Well, I'm just saying, but that right there, like they're. I'm not. They might have specific clauses with conflict of interest. Maybe I'm not. I don't know. But if you run ads, you're bought and sold by I'd someone. I'd say ninety percent of the ads on CBC are ads for CBC shows. No, he's saying they can't run drug ads on TV. And I'll agree with that. I'm just saying that these same companies are owned by the drug companies. So you're, 
CBC it's the do, same fucking thing. It's very weird, like what ads are on the CBC. It's like I said, it's mostly CBC promoting CBC, little bit major yeah. things or whatever. Their own else. fucking stupid sitcoms. Oh, well, that's different then. The okay, it's, it's just it's, it, it, it is better than the full corporate machine. Mm-hmm. But everything everything is going to have its problems. I watch CBC like say for the weather, you know. Seven thirty. The guys so, is the weather. So you trust the CBC for the weather, but you will not trust CNN for the weather. Uh, I, CBC, uh, CNN does the weather once, and they don't have it for here, so it. I wouldn't want the weather okay. from CNN. Yeah. Uh, all right, guys. All right. <laughs> I'm just stating the facts. Way Sorry. to go. Way to go. Black Lives Matter, uh, marching with Trump supporters for anti-vaccination. It's good they found a common ground. It's I'm just, happy. It, happy that we can all come together. Enough, like it, it doesn't matter. Um, Rolling Stone is ridiculous. I said it before. And, yeah, you're, uh, yeah, you mentioned that. It used to be about music. Yeah, they haven't. There's been no good reason since they Hunter should be talking about Thompson politics. Was well, exactly. I, and I, I wish he was coherent to know what he thought. You they know, or what he had to say. They haven't been good since Almost Famous. I guess it's like um, Matt Taibbi, and even he is like. He was with Rolling Stone. Maybe he's part of the problem that he put them in this way because the problem is they said clickbait. See, the weird thing to me too is I never ever like, and again, this is just me. <laughs> I never was like, have you read this Rolling Stone article? <laughs> like, well, no, he used to be about the BC Boys. It was no, just, sure, but what I'm saying is like, yeah, band. but I, I never, I like when they talked about the government, I wasn't like, oh, I gotta read this Rolling Stone piece where they're talking about the economy or whatever. Yeah, it wasn't like the New know? York Times. Where why I was are like, they Whoa. Even doing that? I, I, I agree. I don't know why does Playboy write fucking economic articles because they know they have people reading their magazines and they're willing to fucking. I mean, Kamara, it's probably the same reason. It's probably the same reason why MTV eventually stopped playing music videos and started playing trashy reality TV. Just the numbers, right? I and assume it, it's higher if, numbers. If you had a platform, you would use it. The, Joe said it. He was like, I don't have to put my shit in my comedy because I have a podcast where I can talk about all my opinions. Mm-hmm. So he uses the podcast to voice his opinions. The same way you would, if you owned a newspaper, you would use that newspaper to voice your opinions. I, I just think it's human nature, you know what I mean? I don't think we're going to ever get away from that unless said body is owned by... I mean, you guys said it at the you said it at the jump, though, is that this is the Joe Rogan experience. There's nowhere does it say news. He says he's a dummy. The news is presented as it was 100 years ago, which is Walter Cronkite. What you're hearing here is the real deal, straight, you know... But no, even then we know it was CIA or whatever, but... But you, I mean, no, but what I'm saying is you're kind of, yeah, yeah, I agree with you, but you're, you're right in that there should be some sort of, at least, and again, I hate to use the government, but some sort of governing body. If there was a governing body, if you want to call yourself news, you have to put your information up to be checked by some sort of The problem is you can't agency. check sources because sources well, are confidential. There's a huge problem. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. The, the that's best, like journalism the best example 101. is that like the, the story or narrative of... Uh, JFK was what it was until Geraldo. Yeah. yeah. The respect, like, no one was questioning this or that. Well, I'm sure that's why the news was set up the way it was, was so nobody could fucking question anything and they could run these narratives all day long. Like, that's probably why the internet backfired on them completely, you know? They never expected that they were opening the door for everybody to be able to, like, check everybody. 
I mean, Had they known that, I don't think that they let it happen. If they were the ones who let it happen, you know? No, you know what? The internet's a great example of it benefits them far more than us because they, we have it. Like the electric car, right? They deaded the electric car. They could have easily killed the internet if they were like, this is going to benefit the people a great deal. But they, they weighed the pros and the cons. They were like, we benefit from the internet far more than them because we're going to collect... All the information we've ever wanted that we've never had access to yeah. eventually see, will come our way. Saying. So for them, like, that's what I'm saying. But, is the internet could have back in the day been stomped dead, right? Good chance. Right. But maybe what happened was at the beginning, they thought, yeah, exactly like what you're saying. It's in our best interest to have this. The pros outweigh the cons. And then got totally out of control. It now is the other way around where, yeah, they get a lot of data from us, but they can no longer lie about the things they need to lie about. But hear me out. I think, but I think and this you is... you can't go back now, like the fucking cat's out of the bag. But hear me out. I think this is where we're wrong, is that you just made the statement, like they can't hide it anymore. I think for them, they might be like, we're still running like hundreds of ops that you guys have no idea about and will most likely never, ever know about. So yeah. the ones you do find out about, that's just fucking collateral damage. Yeah. That's going to happen. You guys We're gonna are claim... using the three biggest ones as we speak. Not Facebook, to mention, Instagram, and TikTok. Not to mention, you're forgetting that every time we hear about one of these conspiracies, no one goes to jail. Nothing changes, right? Like, you hear about the Tuskegee experiment. It's like, do you know about anyone that went to jail for oh, that? Oh, no, absolutely Okay, not. yeah. Was yeah. anyone high up in the yeah. government lose their job? Yeah. No, like... I wish Lane the best of luck. This is my point. It's all just a big fucking... It's all a big wheel with a ton of moving parts. And it seems like the Instagram, Facebook, Twitter is like the groundwork for conscious. It's, it's sort of a, con it's like consciousness. You know what I mean? Like Twitter's nothing. I, obviously there's some server somewhere. And if you took an axe to it, then Twitter would know. But it's sort of, it sort of almost exists at that level. And maybe there'll be a leap that it just always exists. But it's like a precursor for a metaverse. Those are like three. You know what I mean? You go into them. It's yeah, it's still at hands length. Here's the thing, though. Like it's the groundwork. Instagram, let's say. Sure. You could dead it tomorrow. Who could? Whoever controls it. Yeah. It could be deaded tomorrow. Same with Twitter. Just same turn with off the all server. that. You just turn it off, and it is no longer available. You go to try and use it, and it's not there. And then. But who's going to turn off a billion dollar faucet? No, I, I'm just saying you could yes, easily it could, yeah. dead it. Sure. Like these things are. And it could be deaded. They're not. But this is where you're wrong. They're is not that consciousness because you can. Well, I guess you can kill people. So. Yeah. But we don't know if that even kills consciousness, you know. But even then, I think you're also wrong because like, okay, you stop. You turn off Instagram tomorrow. You, Simon, have the switch, the power. You yep. turn it off tomorrow. Some fucking college kid in his dorm has built the next Instagram and just like throws. You know what I mean? There's always sure, and it'll be a cycle forever. But I can kill Instagram. As you don't know that. Maybe that's not possible. Maybe if you turn it off, another one they have a failsafe that another the backup kicks in. There's a hundred servers that all. Can, I mean, we know I, that's I mean, not. Know. We know that's not true because they've gone down. We've gotten used to they've Twitter. Is what I'm saying. I guess what I'm getting at is like I don't think these things are so important to society to anything about us. You don't like Twitter. The, certain people, that's all there. The internet and being able to like find information and instantaneously be able to like see new information from all over the world from different people that's di i guess that kind of is what twitter is 
But I don't think you need Twitter per se is what I'm saying. Like the same thing can be achieved with whatever. I mean, I'll tell you, having having like no uh, social media on my phone, I often just pull it out and I'm like, oh, yeah, there's nothing here. Like I've never been on Twitter one time in my whole life. I get by. Yeah. I get by just fine by using other fucking things. But again, you use other things. Sure, but I'm just saying that one is non-existent to me. If it was never invented, I, it makes zero fucking difference to my life. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> Come on, thumbs up. That is bragging. That's like never having yeah. a big No, life. it's not bragging. I, well, I use I, Instagram. I'm that? saying that you could dead this no problem. Like, okay. but, you, but, you can't, but you're not saying that because you're like, I have another one I use. I know, but... So we're we're not talking about individual um, companies then. We're talking about a thing, right? Like we can't dead the internet in quotations. You could. But we could certainly. Shut off the power. Okay. Yeah, we could do that. Well, that's what you're saying. Like you're not actually saying that. You're just saying it's, it doesn't have to exist. I'm saying. consciousness may have to exist. No, I'm saying that Twitter itself doesn't have to exist. Twitter is not the internet. Or it's or not. Facebook. Yeah, none of those things are are. Those aren't the things that have like given us information. Yet it does exist. They're just companies that make and, money. And all I said was these are groundworks for the idea of the metaverse and further on. Like, it's. It's like sh- showing you a movie of dystopia. No, we don't need anything but food and water. But it just it it it's an entity. It can't be shut off by power. I wonder if that'll ever happen, or would it go like the way of the blockbuster? Like that's definitely way more tangible, and you can shut down blockbuster. Well, that would probably make more sense. Is that these companies do something that makes them not cool anymore? No, because that's no, no, not no. what happened to blockbuster. But that well, what's wrong with that? No, what I'm saying though is what I was about to say is this: is see Facebook by and large, knows that Facebook itself isn't going to be around in 10 years. They're banking on that. What Blockbuster didn't do was buy Netflix, which yeah, they could no, have they're, done. They're two totally different things. I agree. No, but my point is, like, you can always, like, see, Facebook is going to just buy up whatever the next thing is. We've discussed this because they have so infinite money, right? They're just going to buy up the next startup. Same with Google. Google buys companies left, right, and fucking center. Anything that they think is cutting edge, they buy so that they're on the cutting edge. And I just think it's going to be tough to, it's going to be tough to beat them. They're just going to get bigger and bigger. What else, Kamar? They talked about high school trains you to go to college. Like, like yes. it's, it's, uh, it's, maybe you sound like a tinfoil hat, but it's all a program, like not how to thrive in life. Like I think it more teaches you how to work a nine to five. You're going to show up. Go to college and then get the nine to five. Well, I just, again, if you think about it, like you're going to sit in a shittily, just Lit get room. used to spending your whole day at, at a, a desk. desk. Yeah. yeah, you better if fucking... If you're not striving to go to college or university, you're not doing as good as you could be. Like, it, 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 doing anything else is lesser than, or like, if it's all right, you want to be a plumber, but it'd be way better if you went to get a, a BA or whatever. No, I see what you're saying, though, Matt. Like, at the bare bones of it all, it's like grooming you to understand that this amount of time every day doesn't belong to you. Yeah, this isn't yours. Indoctrination. And if you were like a kid that ran free in the woods all the time, the idea of sitting in a classroom 
all day long would literally feel like torture. Yeah. And they've made it so that that's just like normal. You're that's forgetting normalcy. Too. You're forgetting to to be imprisoned. You're forgetting too. Most people, by and large, have like a forty-five minute commute to and from work. So it's not just like you lose that extra time where you're just a drone sitting in your fucking car listening to winds of change, angry at the CIA. You know what I mean? Like, cheeks chilly. Okay, bud. Um, yeah. No, that's that's what school, in my opinion, was always. It's that just get ready for the next sixty years of this, and then. We're going to give you 20 years at the end of yourself. They're not going to be great. Yeah. It's a real sad time we live in, man. It's a real uplifting no, podcast. No, but it, it is, though, because the 70s would have been the best time to live, I think. Without a doubt. Yeah. I think that just you had enough of the good things, but not so much that, like, you you were destroying yourself, you know? Computers really fucked us up, I think. I mean, I don't know if it was... Compu- Again, like, you can sit here and be like, the 70s would have been a fun time to be alive, but, like, at the same time, like, if you were, like, seriously alive in the 70s, you inhaled so much goddamn smoke, secondhand smoke, unleaded gasoline. Like, you didn't, you know... I, okay, forget... I guess just a time where our options were... less they were more limited, you know? So you, you could watch movies, those things existed Mm -hmm. and you could watch TV that existed, but it wasn't 700 channels. It wasn't TVs on or movies on demand. It was, you know, you still do. Do you remember at midnight? Do do you remember at midnight when TV would just go to the color bars? Yeah. It just ended. Yeah. You remember it was like, Hey, it's midnight. Some channels is some channels kept going. Yeah, but like in the like I remember when I was young, most channels and even then, if the channels did keep going, it was infomercials. That was by and large what you were getting. It was a guy rolling the boat, the flag, the guy jumping in the pool, and then it was over. They played the Canadian national anthem. Yeah. Shut her the fuck down. You might get a our moments ad before might, that. I, well then there was a the night ride. Which is the weirdest like the night ride. They used to just a car just driving through city streets. Oh, I don't remember. It was that. on Global it was Toronto. Oh yeah, that was weird, eh? Um, They they talked about student loans. Yeah. What if it comes out that student loans are directly related to politicians' pensions? Well, then we got a big problem, don't we? Because we've heard another car, and that's why they can't go bankrupt because they get their pensions in perpetuity. Oh my God, Kamar, I think you just fucking cracked it. Because you know how loans are, you can sell loans. Like yeah, a loan's a good yeah. thing. Like, oh, this is money that has to come back with a bit of interest. Very nice. Imagine that's what it is. No, I think someone's palm got greased whenever that came, whenever they made that a law, the right palms got greased. and You can't, the, the, the money is so important, we cannot have anyone default on this. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe they sold all... Student loans to the bank or China. No, like I said, a bank, a bank definitely lobbied back in the day. They were like, we need to find some sort of debt that cannot be defaulted on for the public. And it's unattractive coming from a bank saying, yeah, we'll give you a loan, but you have to pay it back no matter what. So they can give out every other loan, a car loan, a home loan, because we get something. But if you give, if we give you money to go to school, you don't pay us back. There's nothing we can recoup. The government could say, "Well, we don't have to recoup anything because we're the government." I just think I think it'd be a 
a fishy, uh, a good little uh, plot. I mean, yeah, the, I think it's brilliant, Kamar, and it's they. It, that's exactly what's happening. I'm with Kamar. <laughs> Student loans are tied to politicians' pensions, and that's why. They are if the we, only if we forgive these all these student loans, we're gonna have to worry about where retirement comes from. We'll have to get it from somewhere else. Simon's found dead in an elevator shaft this week, and Kamar's found dead in a motorcycle accident. <laughs> a freak motorcycle. I mean, I was joking. <laughs> I don't know about Kamar, but I love my life. I'm saying it right now. What's the date today? Uh, Sunday, November 28th. Very content. I think my Chinese overlords for giving me the right to live. Very content. Did you ever see Roger and Me? Uh, yeah. The uh, documentary? Yeah. From so long ago. And it, it, I just find it's depressing that Flint was a problem with Obama. Flint, Michigan. Flint has been a problem forever. Do you, do you know what I mean? But, but, but there was a, it was just an amazing documentary of showing manufacturing jobs going out, this town dying, and, like, it was so powerful. He may have won an Oscar, a nomination, but it's like, it makes a noise and doesn't make a change. I mean, outrage moves so quickly, and thanks to the news, right? Look, like, you can't, there's always something new to be outraged about. Yeah, no, go ahead. look at uh, Epstein. I mean, that tells us everything we well, need to fucking hey, know. Something might happen. Nothing has disappeared faster in the news that was more important than that. No, I'm with Kamar. We'll find her out. Her trial soon. starts Listen, tomorrow. If her trial starts tomorrow and, and some serious shit comes out, then... Something could ki- come out. Yeah. He killed himself in prison, and everybody was like, oh, that can't be true. But don't worry about it. We'll just move could, on. Move again, on to hold the next on. thing. It could be true in the way that like a CIA handler went in and said to him, listen, we've turned off all the cameras. The guard's going away. You have literally a half hour to do it yourself. And if you don't, well, we're going to make bigger problems. Like, you know what I mean? We'll kill this person. That you Why like? the fuck? I can't, for the life of me. Because there's another guy on the other side of the cell who killed kill himself. Because there was another guy in the cell the CIA who was four like, people. Sorry, that crazy his roommate. Yeah, the cop. I still don't think. I still think someone you, tried to kill him the week before, and he said he fell or whatever. Anyways, I. I don't care what you say. There's a hope and a prayer. I don't care what you say. Her trial starts tomorrow. The names get dropped. Who knows? Who there's knows? a chance, Simon. Yeah, you gotta have some hope. Yeah, man. Jesus. Uh, I always think it's interesting because I go up to this uh, town called Lanark to go to my land. Yeah, Lanark it's, County. It's not grown. Lanark County. But the big thing was a knitting factory, mm-hmm. which I'm sure got destroyed by overseas textiles. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then that knitting factory is now a ruin. Mm-hmm. The town's just sort of like, you drive through and wonder like, like, but in general, everywhere else things grow. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Every place needs. Well, now we man, manufacture weed, I guess. That's what. I, <laughs> no, yeah. no, I'm just saying, like, how you'd think everything, like, build a knitting factory, then build this and the hockey rink, and it should grow. But for some reason, it uh, retracted. I can't think of the word. Is is shrinking. It's, it's very interesting. And the only thing I can accredit to is jobs. Like, Every small town needs a manufacturing job. Well, it made everything more, um, it seemed like a better 
life back then yes. when they had Detroit booming and you know hustle what I mean? and bustle. It's, Absolutely, those little towns all had fucking yeah. But the problem factories is, running. Hold on, though. The problem the problem with something like that, Kamar, is you're putting all your eggs in one basket. Now, a car company is a little different. Like, there's no reason they can't keep making cars in Detroit. Although I think they still do, just not at the rate they used to. But like, let's say you're a coal mining town. You do you just expect that they're gonna? You just expect that ad nauseum they're gonna mine coal? For no, the, those no. those ones are a problem. But if you're a gene making town, if you're a coal mining town, you'd have to transition to a gene making town or, but this, or whatever the. But this is my point: is like or you know, a nuclear town manufacturing. I, I see differently as like extraction or mining or whatever. You know what sure, I mean? Sure, fair enough. But I'm just saying, like you know, like that's what should have happened. Matt is places that were coal towns should have become nuclear towns but instead they deaden nuclear yes. energy and force coal to continue and continue and continue until there wasn't any coal left and the environment was destroyed and here we are uh with nuclear power sitting waiting to be used and have you guys seen the american nothing factory happening. you haven't seen it no i would suggest watching it it's uh it's pretty eye-opening what's it about so this Chinese company comes to Ohio. Oh, I, I've seen it. I've seen it. Is that what it's called? American Factory? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Do you think it's because Canada? I definitely saw it, yeah. Mm -hmm. But you know what I mean? They they show in that. It's not just like, it's not just a matter of bringing the jobs back. It's that like you could, let's say you make t-shirts. You distribute t-shirts. You don't care what's printed on them. You just make white t-shirts, okay? Now, right now you make them in Malaysia and they're making, I'm just going to throw it a number, 50,000 t-shirts for you a month. It's not just that you're going to move that here and it's going to cost you exponentially more to make. It's that you're only going to be able to make X amount of t-shirts. Like you're going to make 50% less t-shirts per month as well as the cut on your, cause labor laws. And you know what I mean? Like a lot of those Chinese people in Chinese factory were like, you guys work five days a week and you work how long during the, like <laughs> the fuck out of here. They were like, you guys are never going to thrive working like this. Like but isn't then what happens is the the demand becomes so much that you need more t-shirts and then everything works itself out because you pay your people better because you're making more money because everybody wants t-shirts like well that's i mean again you listen what i'm I, if you stop the t-shirts coming in from china uh -huh. if that ends uh -huh. if no more t-shirts are allowed to come in from china yeah then i think that these american it works right like I don't know. The same amount of t-shirts is still needed. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's you're not going to be able to do it at first because it's not going to be cost effective for you. But if you own that market on the t-shirts, then... But no, what I'm saying to you is like, back. well, not necessarily because like if you're paying four bucks for a t-shirt from China, but now you got to make them here and it costs you 15, right? So you've lost $11 of your profit margin. You can only make now 50% less t-shirts. So it doesn't actually matter. Like even if you're like, yeah, the demand goes up, you have to hire X amount of people. You have to build another factory. I guess what I'm saying though, is if you stop China from being able to sell in America, mm -hmm. then you have a lot more, um, T like you're not going to have Walmart selling Chinese t-shirts. So they're going to have to buy their t-shirts from American manufacturers. Those American manufacturers are going to end up getting huge because they now own the market on t-shirts. 
before they owned five percent of the market because China owned ninety five percent. So you were surviving on five percent. Now you're going to survive on fifty percent. So yeah, your costs are going to go up, but your market has gone up exponentially. I mean, it just shows you though what the workforce. Not really though, because think about the workforce alone. Like Walmart would rather buy a shipping company, a freight company, uh, a, a factory in Malaysia. They would rather do all that than just build a factory in the States to make t-shirts. It's still cheaper for them to do all that legwork than it is to build a factory in the States and just hire Americans to build. I know, but if they to had, to, if they had to, if the only way to do your business I agree. Yeah, was I agree. to do it in America. Yeah. Like right now the option exists for you to fucking circumvent it, right? These things... Like the idea was never that you were going to go to China to get your stuff to sell in America. I'm sure that was never America's plan. You How know? about this? Is there even a top 10 American company by market cap that makes anything in the U.S.? Tesla. They're not a... Oh, yeah, because of their... Okay, market cap's a bad one then because but you're right. Tesla Te makes all their shit in um, somewhere else in China now. They no, they don't no, they have chips. a factory there chips. to sell cars. I think that's it. But they manufacture most of their stuff in Texas and California. Well, no, because remember there was that whole story about him. Well, they were building again. They want to sell cars over there, so they built a factory over there to not ship cars. Harley Davidson. They're not a. They're not even close to a top ten company. Again, I don't even think Tesla's in the top ten of companies. But I don't think this is my point. Paramount. I don't, I don't think Viacom. any top ten American company makes anything in the states. Movies. Uh, they make movies in the States. You're, you're, I'm sure you're right. Television they, shows. You, you must make. be right. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, what was like la, the uh, American Apparel? Yeah. That was they, like, made their, uh, they made all they their made clothes in the States, here. right? Yeah. yeah that was and look, the they whole, went under. That was the whole thing. Yeah, but that... Well, yeah, he was a little bit of a grease ball, huh? <laughs> like the, those clothes were popular enough that yeah. that model seemed to be... Like if there were enough of that, if people... If you if we cared enough, right? Like if it was so cool to wear American, yeah, that that's how that company was a success, it was because people cared. It was cool. Well, I think they're marketing cool yeah. because they didn't use um, yeah slave labor and all of those things. Little did they know that he was you know banging all his interns and stuff. It's like I wish like if like Costco is a great example of a huge company, Kirkland T-shirts. Listeners, you need to know this. Other than the t-shirts you buy on our website that are made by Champion, other than those, a Kirkland white tee, and I tried to get ours printed on those. There's nothing better than a Kirkland white tee. And yeah, they could make those in the States. They should. You're fucking brilliant. I can't believe that Kirkland isn't made in the States. It seems There's like a very, no way. There's no fucking way it's made uh, in the States. United states type of vibe. Anyway, sorry, Kamar. Keep going. You have more notes. My apologies. Uh, do you think it's because we're such a small country we never made a Canadian car? DeLorean. DeLorean's Canadian? Yeah. Well, it didn't work. I'm pretty sure DeLorean's Canadian. They made them in Canada? I believe so. It just seems like we have such a crazy climate. It'd be like the place to make uh, a specialized, a a specialized vehicle. vehicle yeah. But then I was thinking, as I was thinking, waiting to ask it, I was like, well, Russia is a lot, but corruption. Like Subaru should be a Canadian car. Yeah, that'd be a total outland, like, you know, All Toyota. Toyota is the best. That's what they're talking about. The yeah. Land Cruiser. Well, even the, the Tacoma, like, all those rallies 
those modified trucks that go, those are all like Toyota, Taliban drive Toyota, the fucking cartels drive Toyota. It is weird though that there was never an Amer- a Canadian car. Like even fucking stupid little Italy has cars. There was a car like, that came out of- But is uh, it population? Because Britain makes some cars. France had a bunch of cars. Yeah. car. Yeah. Renault. But they still make some cars. Renault. Renault's still a car. What's crazy too, Citroen. think about Italy. Think about Italy. They literally are like, we start the work at noon. We're done around three. And it's like, how do you have a fucking car company? I think we didn't steal any Germans in the war. That's it. We we didn't get anybody good. Uh, We didn't didn't pillage the proper Germans. That's a shame. Just the point is, it seems like Canada is so set up because we have a smaller population to be the most self-sustained country in the world. Because we have all the resources, have all the jobs, just be like, yeah, we love you guys, we'll help you guys, we don't need anybody. But because of the pandemic, we found out we do need a bunch of stuff. And I wonder if but even then, you can't, hold are on. holding our politicians' feet to the fire to Dude, push it in a direction. Make that would be hilarious if Canada was like, you can only use Canadian stuff can only watch Canadian TV. Oh, and meanwhile, terrible. we're looking at the terrible. Americans with everything good, but we can only use the Canadian version of it. <laughs> but, but it's weird. Like, we'd get to listen to Drake or Bieber, but Ugh. it's weird. They'd move to the States. Yeah. And then it changes. Then but, Kamar, you're forgetting, to too, that there's to things that, like, you can't, like, that we just don't have and you can't make here. Oranges, grapefruits. You can grow all that inside, Matt. Not, Hydro- at, not on Matt. Hydropanically, yeah, you can on mass. Yes, you can. What it's about the true. pollution? Very and we grow orange, forget the pollution. We grow oranges here, like during. The Where summer. is there an orange grove? Well, during the summer we grow oranges. I don't think that's how it works. I'm pretty sure those trees die. Uh, we'll have to do some research. We'll get back to you. Anyways, uh, inside, I'll go back to my original argument. We can grow anything inside hydroponically. Mm-hmm. Any type of vegetable you want. We, you know what? Roots. That's what should happen. We everything should be everything done in Canada. Underground. Is that actually having to build the buildings? Like I don't know if we have enough people. Underground. I think yeah. you're like forgetting it's, that. It was such a small country compared to all these countries. Like to reproduce, you mean? I just, what I'm saying is like you have to, you know, you need to build a lot of infrastructure in certain places where there's enough people to, like, you want to. Well, we gr- already have the infrastructure. But no, you want to, what? Where's all this outdoor hydroponic, these massive. Well, we'll just convert like. Other things to it, shopping malls, whatever. God, I hate you. Uh, shopping Jocko, malls, whatever. Jocko needed you. Warehouses. There are tons Go of ahead, warehouses. On. Jocko needed you to edit his book when he ran the problem with um, R Tard. Yeah, yeah, he needed the R dash Tard. Yeah, R-tard. but I was thinking R E dash Tard. Those cancels. Those <laughs> see those ones really fuck me up because it's like stupid. I'm I'm quoting. I'm quoting what was said. To make the reader even more like, oh, he's impassioned because the, the, the person who doesn't exist said this thing that's so horrible, so he went to fight him. So if you're writing about a um, neo-not or a, a white supremacist in your book, yeah, and every second word he uses is the N-word, that's cool because you're writing about it in the book? Yeah. 
Look at Quentin Tarantino with all his movies. Every second word is Listen, the word. I think if you're being overly aggressive with it, but if you have one one-time use of someone... No, but what if that's the character? What if it's like your character well, first of is all, just an N-bomb dropping motherfucker? First of all, you're if forgetting... black, he can write whatever he wants, right? You're also forgetting, Simon, that word is fully allowed on television, unedited, right now, 7 p.m. I mean, I saw it in The Sopranos the other day. Well, The Sopranos is unedited, so HBO doesn't count. I'm saying on network television, you can say the N-word. Yes. Hmm. It's not one of the edited words. I haven't heard it. Well, trust me. uh, There's not a lot of places that are like, let's throw an N-bomb in here. This will really really make this episode of The Big Bang Theory pop. (laughs) Woke is not funny. They're talking about that. God, no. It's like the least funny thing Because there's no nuance of woke. It's like this. I'm glad you're awake. Do you know, do you know what I mean? The, the but M- woke is the opposite of funny because you're you can't make fun of anything. The MC this week was woke, and I was almost offended. But he was like up there shitting on Car- Tucker Carlson, and even then I was like, "You're in a Canadian comedy club. I bet you half these people don't even know what you're talking about." But he just was speaking. It was Not just to mention. Like, just he leave. Took Paul. all oh, the gross. woke talking points, put them out there, and it was uncomfortable. Like, eh. Okay, I guess you think uh, that way. It just it's not funny. And when you see it in person, it's gross. It's it's going for clapter and applause. Clapter. Like, so we all agree to this. Uh we all <laughs> isn't it interesting how Joe went from banned from the comic store to reigniting the comic store and now he's banned Re-banned. from the comic well, he's not ban- Oh, no, he is banned because it was an internal it's, ban, yeah. I mean, it's self-imposed ban or whatever, but it's just, it's come full circle. He may never perform there again. Well, he's not banned from the comedy store right now. Well, he all yeah, he is. venues there are banning. He can't perform there because he's not vaccinated. No, but he said they implemented it before California did. So that's, was, that was his extra beef. The comedy store specifically, before California was like, mandate, the comedy store was like, no one's coming in unless they're vaccinated. And then someone came in who was vaccinated, got everyone sick, and Joe's now extra salty about it. So, gotcha. So it's come full circle. Uh, Jocko thinks Band-Aid is a bad word. It should be... I agree with him. It should be them date. Because <laughs> uh, man... Yeah, man is a not a very progressive word right she now. She date. It should be really a last them, option. Them date. date. Them date. They exchange COVID stories. Uh, Fun. Monoclonal antibodies is mentioned for the thousandth time in the week. Joe's really pinned it down now, too. It was definitely the monoclonal antibodies that made him better. Let's say he's almost abandoned ivermectin. Seems pretty sure. I hope that uh, we have a bunch of those here. Monoclonal antibodies? Apparently they're expensive, but Joe says they're cheap. I don't know. Nothing's expensive here. Well, I, I mean... I hope that we have stockpiles of them. I hope we're using them. We all agree that uh, with Jocko, because we uh, talked about it last week, I believe, with the Tristan Harris, social media should have some warnings on it. Yep. A thousand I'm percent. Just like yeah. packs. thousand percent warnings. But uh, it should be more than that. But that's a start. It, it, <coughs> getting attacked with a skateboard can be vicious. Especially if it's oh Chuck's out. God. Or, or, or this one. You know when you hold the Chuck's here in the nose? Like, yeah. just... They brought it up by the written house. Oh, I've uh, seen some serious damage be done by oh a skateboard. Oh, my God, yeah. Like, serious you know, damage. Sharp edges, trucks. If, uh, anyways, yeah, heebie-jeebies. Yeah, you hit someone with the trucks anywhere in the head. They are fucked. There was something we had growing up, the guys who were just like, you don't want to fight me because I just see red. Br- 
Do you know what I mean? That was their that was their strategy to fight. Let me tell you, you don't want to fight me because I'll just I'll lose it, and when I wake up, there's blood everywhere, and I'm alive. But that there, person doesn't win now. There there are some guys out there that you know that just will never give up, you yep. know? And you would never want to fight one of those guys. I don't care if you're a jujitsu. We know dude, a family of them. No, like, no, unless you're going to put them to sleep every time, you're in trouble. They're, they're saying the person in this context who has control and knows how to fight is going to beat that person. Like, it's to keep your head in is the best strategy and know what you're doing. But some people say, I don't know how to fight, but I have a temper, so I'm going to win. Like, it's it's foolhardy. Um, yeah, and then they talked about jujitsu. So this is basically a coming out party for Jocko's new hunting line, which which in conjunction, he works with Peter Tia, which I didn't put together until they mentioned it. And Joe was sort of like, well, he dropped it. I didn't pick it up in the last episode. So this was the part I didn't understand. He said to Joe, so every top piece of equipment that the U.S. military uses is made here. Has to be made there. It's a law. So we know that we can get it. Is he the only one who's allowed to buy that from the military? Like, no, does he, he have a source special... from the same manufacturers the military gets from is what he's saying. Mm, I see. Okay, gotcha. gotcha. Oh, I thought, yeah, can't you go to any military surplus and also just get military stuff? I don't know. Oh, no, okay. no, he's not, he's not I know. saying he, military. I get it. I get it. I understand. I got it now. Thank you, Kamari. I appreciate you straight. So that's it. We're done with Jocko. Rate it, boys. Oh, my God. What a long episode this has been. I give it... Uh, I'm giving it a two just because I, you know... I have respect for Jocko, but I just this 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 whole week was very fucking, you know, weak men in America. Redundant. Everything was redundant, but yeah. I love Jocko. I want to see Jocko as I president. I said it before, I said it again. I give it a two, but I love Jocko. Uh, yeah, I mean, we don't rate the guy. If if no, we did, we're not. I rated it would the episode. Get a better rating, but I give this one a one and a half. Okay, so but this whole week was the low. most blah 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 week ever. First world problems. All right. Well, that's an episode. What a fucking marathon that was. Thank you so much. If you made it this far, that's incredible. Uh, thank you so much to our sponsors for the show. There will be links in the description. Go check them out. Thank you to Freeze Pipe. And uh, thank you to The Long Game with LZ and Leitch. Go check them out. Um, we have an Insta and a Twitter. They're both at JREE Podcast. If you want to follow us on there, feel free. We're terrible at social media, so don't expect much. Um, you can follow Kamar on Instagram at Kamar Babar. You can follow me on Instagram at Floydy F L O I D with five E's. There is a subreddit. It's r slash J R E E podcast. If you want to join in the discussion, tell us we're shit, chat it up with the rest of the listeners, whatever. Um, there's a YouTube. There's not going to be a YouTube video till I get the computer thing worked out. I'm done trying. It's a nightmare. Brett's helping me build a PC this month. So. We're getting ready to just walk away for that YouTube money anyways. That's, that's where we're, how much we're about this. Yeah, we're so serious. Uh, but you might as well go follow us anyway because we are trying to get to 1,000 subscribers. It would really help us. YouTube.com slash JREE podcast. Uh, hopefully there will be video up again soon. I do apologize. I am very sorry. And, uh, of course, the Patreon. If you want to support the show, you can do so for as little as $5 a month. Head over to patreon.com slash JREE podcast. Uh, for that $5, you'll get the post show, the show for show where we shoot the shit. And you'll also get a backlog of old episodes of This One Age Well, where we went back, we listened to old episodes, and we did what we did or do what we do here in the normal show. Uh, we're probably going to do one in December just because uh, the fans are asking. So we'll, we'll, let's, we'll let a listener choose. And then, of course, the website. If you want to buy some merch, wearenotjoerogan.com. Again, wearenotjoerogan.com. Head over there and buy a fucking sweater. Thank you so much for listening. We love you guys so much. 
Uh, we hope you enjoy your week. Have a great weekend. And as usual, get off social media. Keep your eyes open.